Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you guys waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. The options are endless with Factor. Two-minute meals. Fill up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. How about some snacks, some smoothies, and more? Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Factor is also the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily. And you guys can be very flexible with your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. And the most important part, there's no prep. No mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. So there's no prepping. There's no cooking or cleanup that is needed. If that sounds great to you guys, head to factormeals.com slash script 50 and use code script 50 to get 50% off. That's code script 50 at factormeals.com slash script 50 to get 50% off. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Why is AEW successful? Why is Tony Khan running his promotion better than Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard are running Monday night and Friday night? Long-term what is going on guys thank you so very much for joining me right here on off the script this is your aew dynamite post show for may 31st 2023 i am your host jd from new york as always coming to you live from the ots beer garden thank you guys so very much for joining us on your wednesday evenings wherever you may be It's crazy, man. Listen, oh, uh, Jesse, OTS has got the best fucking fans in the entire RWC, man. We got Johnny, Johnny in the chat. 100 already before we even say anything about tonight's Dynamite. A $100 bomb, he says, was in 
San Diego tonight for Smack or for SmackDown for uh, Dynamite. Crowd was lit. Thanks to you and Jesse for all the endless hours of laughs and fun. OTS for life. P.S. Will Oscar pay a pay a spe- special visit tonight? Oh man, uh, maybe man. I don't know. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll uh, summon the Oscar. Uh, Later in uh, the broadcast, I don't know. Oscar, Oscar has commitments, man. She can't be on our show every week. Wait, listen, man. Oscar's not going all elite. No, man. Look, she's she has stuff going on, man. She's a champion right now. She's bro. the uh, she's the SmackDown Women's Champion. No, the Raw Women's Champion. I'm sorry, man. They can't even get their fucking belts right over there's there. There's a there's a difference. There is no difference. No. Okay, I didn't I didn't think there was. There is no difference. I'll tell you where the difference is, though, bro. You watch Wednesday night and then watch Monday night. It's a fucking world of it. Oh my goodness, man. Holy shit. My name in them, he has to split with me, guys. Oh my god, I'm already dead with a three hundred dollar bomb. That's getting another holy shit, shit, holy shit. I'm already dead. AEW wins again. What's up, JD? And what's up? Jesse. Oh. <laughs> no, man, oh. you, you rescinded your half, bro, when you uh threw around derogatory slurs at Larry earlier this evening on social media. Bruh. I have witnesses. I didn't, I didn't throw around anything except Larry. I threw his ass off that cliff, man. I have witnesses, bro. You better be fucking careful about what you say about Larry. Fuck that dog. Man. The dog is beautiful, man. I take I take Larry home. That is the you know, you just, you are pandering to the highest degree. Negative. You know that is the ugliest dog you've Negative. ever seen in your I don't know. Life. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, my God. This guy, dude. You are out of your mind, man. Out of your mind. Listen, thank you guys very much. Thank you guys very much for all the support, yeah. man. You're ending May on a fucking unbelievable yeah. note. Keep that energy going, man. Tonight was a fucking great show. You. Here you go. Uh, I may be seeing I may be seeing him in Atlantic City this weekend, bro. I'm going to the Atlantic City Beer Fest, and GCW's holding a show right at Showboat. Oh, I may uh, I may uh, run into him. Look, man, come on, Janella, me and you, bro. I'll buy you. I'll bro. buy you a Paps, bro. bro. Come on, stop, stop. No, kayfabe gone. No, avoid this man. He does not like you. What is he gonna do to me? What is he gonna do to me, bro? He, what? what, what a, seriously, but what is he gonna do to me? Huh? What is he gonna put me through a flaming table? He's gonna fucking he he's gonna wrap me in uh in fucking uh barbed wire and slam me through a glass plate. What is he gonna do? Let me ask you this. What does he have to lose? He has nothing to lose. Okay. His career's in the gutter. He's working okay. for GCW. So he has a so Okay. <laughs> Anyway, man, come on. Put your I'm gonna f- tell you, I'm gonna tell you something. My eighth grade literature teacher used to tell me all the time. Some people don't believe fat meat is greasy, bruh. Some people don't believe fat meat is greasy. Never heard of it. I know, man. Old black saying. I'm telling you, bruh. All right. Well, so that uh, shit gets all over your face. You find out the hard way. Well, uh, we'll cross that bridge when we get there, man. Uh, listen. AEW Dynamite tonight was, I thought, a great show. I actually enjoyed this show better than I did uh, most of Double or Nothing, to be quite honest with you, except for the last two matches at uh, at the pay-per-view on Sunday. I thought tonight was a great show. 
Uh, all joking aside, I thought what Tony Khan did tonight, though we did not get any real build, which I was quite surprised by for Forbidden Door, being that we're uh, four weeks away from the show in Toronto. No real build for, for uh, Forbidden Door. But the uh, elephant in the room, Jesse, has finally been addressed. And Tony Khan himself tonight has announced that the man himself is returning to AEW television June 17th, Collision, the debut of their new show on Saturday night. will have their star confirmed in CM Punk, and he will be at the United Center. Go figure. Color me shocked on June 17th, man. How do you feel about this, bro? How are you feeling about the announcement being made three weeks out? So, the announcement being made early or Punk coming back? The announcement the being announce- made the, the announcement being made early, three weeks, because that's what the talking point is. Well, why didn't they do this a couple of weeks ago? Well, why are they doing it three weeks to go before the show? Is he desperate for ticket sales? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They, they, you, I mean, he, he, he announced the show on very short notice. He needs to pack the United Center. He can't try to do this on a whim. He needs to try to sell every, you know, earnest ticket he can get. So he needs to announce Punk early on. Yes. It's, I, it's very much needed. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know what uh, legalities were behind the reason two weeks ago. There might have been uh, a little bit of a holdup. It might have been on Punk's end. I don't I don't know. I don't really know. It might have been on Warner Media's end. It might have been a collection of all three parties, Tony Khan, Warner Media, and CM Punk. I would have announced them when they announced the show. I mean, they had everything made or ready to go, and uh, you saw some of that on social media tonight as uh, AEW's official Twitter account tweeted out the graphics and whatnot for CM Punk and the debut of Collision. It might have been some legalities behind all that, but we got the announcement tonight, and it should have been made two weeks ago, in my honest opinion. Tony Khan now has three weeks left to go to sell tickets. I think that uh, place will be uh, near sold outs for the uh, setup that they do have But it definitely is, looking at the numbers, and I know Tony Khan's a numbers guy, the ticket sales, Jesse, have been uh, a little disappointing for the United Center. So he he definitely made the announcement tonight to uh, boost ticket sales for the show in the United Center. That's the only reason why he did it tonight. There's no other logical reason why he waited a couple of weeks to announce CM Punk. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Chicagoans like me, I mean, I haven't run out to get tickets either, and I'm not going to get tickets for this one, so I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'll be honestly kind of surprised to see how it sells, how it sells. I don't think anyone's going there to boo punk. I think the people that are going are going to cheer. I think the people that would go there to boo him just aren't going. Yeah, um, the reaction tonight, speaking of booing and cheering, Jesse, the reaction tonight, Tony Khan made the announcement in fucking Young Bucks country tonight in Southern California, and uh, we got uh, that very divisive uh, reaction from the San Diego crowd tonight. It was loud. Whatever the fuck the reaction was, it was loud, but there were audible boos mixed in between the cheers. Obviously, you've seen a lot of CM Punk support in that crowd tonight. How did you react? Were you surprised by that reaction uh, being that uh, it was very, very split this evening for CM Punk? I was very surprised by the reaction, actually, man. Uh, you know, the one consistent thing in pro wrestling, and, and and this is universally consistent, no matter, like, pretty much who you are on the card, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yes. You know, and when you have somebody who's, you know, 
a full timer, especially, and they and they have not been on TV in a while. We're talking like you know a year or whatever. One would think everyone would be happy just to see him back, just to see the change up of the pace and the monotony and everything else. But people have opinions, man. People have strong opinions about this whole punk situation and no amount of announcements or tickets or anything of the sort are going to change that opinion, whether it's good or bad. So the people that are going to boo, they're prepared to boo or not go. You know, and I think that's what we're going to get in Chicago. I think we're going to get more cheers than booze, but that could be a lot of the reason why it hasn't necessarily sold out at the pace that the first dance did. Do you think Tony Khan was a little surprised by this reaction tonight? Do you yes. think he was a little disappointed Absolutely. by the reaction that uh, CM Punk got tonight? Absolutely. He was surprised by it. I don't know about disappointed, but definitely surprised. This could have been a gauge for them to try to figure out how he's going to come out, whether it be heel or babyface. Well, that, that's what the discussion was on social media tonight after uh, the announcement was made. A lot of people were like, well, this is the reaction that I had hoped for was the general consensus on Twitter. I think the majority of the people on social media and the IWC want him to come back as a heel. Uh, yeah, he might. He might in not Chicago, have probably not. I don't know. It depends on how people feel about CM Punk in Chicago after this last uh stunt that he pulled but yeah. I, I think after that jesse i think we may hear a little bit more boo birds for cm punk when they leave chicago yeah this could be a mjf and long island type deal yeah you know when he when he's on long island he's a baby face and everywhere else he's a heel that could be what we're looking at here um because as as a city here we're pretty loyal to you know to our top guys so i could see him getting majority of cheers here there's going to be a sprinkle of some booze everywhere you go, and there's probably going to be a lot more booze than cheers than anywhere outside of Illinois. I honestly think people are overreacting. Like, I understand that the company has taken pro- proper measures and precautions in place uh, for uh, this all-out media shit that happened back in September uh, to prevent that from happening again. At least they have their bases covered. Uh, so they, they took care of that. So they're they're in the right there, but... I honestly think a lot of people are overreacting to this, Jesse. I mean, I, I love CM Punk and the fact that he's back. I think the show needs him. I think AEW needs him. I think everything is better. And I've, we've discussed this. I've discussed this several times. I think everything is better when he is there full time. Uh, it just feels a lot more legit. It, it feels a lot more special. Um, and for the people that don't want him here, I, I don't really know what their problem would be and what their excuses for not wanting him back if Tony Khan and the company have taken proper precautions and put measures in place to have their bases covered. Like, what's the reason why people would not want him back? Are they just sick of his antics? Are they sick of the CM Punk drama? I mean, because at the end of the day, I think everybody knows that Punk is a megastar, and he's going to make the show better. So I don't really understand why people are crying about this. I mean, in fact, I actually I actually take great pleasure in seeing people cry that he's back because he he should be back and the company needs him back. Yeah, I, there's here's the thing. I don't you can't overreact here. I don't understand what you mean by that. He, there's no overreact. Oh, I hate him. Oh, I don't want him back. I, he, no, um, there's no there's no over if you want him back, then that's your reaction. If you don't want him back, that is also your reaction. But damn, everything that, was loud. that he what the fuck was that? <laughs> you got drag racing going on outside. No, I know who that was. <laughs> oh man, you think I'm playing? 
So, um, you can't really overreact here, man. It, it's just, the thing is, the way people feel is how they feel about the whole ordeal. CM Punk put the company through an entire ordeal. So then when people have strong feelings about it, then people want to come out and say, oh, you're overreacting. No, motherfucker. Punk was the one who overreacted, okay? Let's start there. Now, people are just proclaiming whether or not they're going to boo or cheer him. That's a part of the business. People are going to boo or cheer you. He should be happy he's getting one or the other. All right? That's what you want. So for the people who just want to boo him, great. You know, they're they're going to, you know, lend hand to his heel turn if it comes. You know, but if people want to cheer him, great. Then maybe they'll keep him babyface. But you're not going to stop people from having an opinion about what went down, how it went down, and Punk's part in it. That's not going to change. I look at, I mean, yeah, you're 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 right, but you got to live with the decision. I don't I don't understand why people didn't people. I don't understand why people thought he wasn't coming back. He was always coming back. It. We'll we'll deal with it. I mean, and and he's gonna have to deal with the booze or the cheers. I mean, it's just gonna be a part of it. You know what do you, what do you think that first promo is going to be on June seventeenth? Because you know he's going to have the microphone. Does he apologize? Does he no? Does he set the record straight and let everybody no. know that he's happy to be here and he missed them and and all this other mumbo jumbo? No. Oh, so his first promo, he'll come out, he'll talk, and everything he'll say he says will get will get over because he's doing it in the United Center. So you know, the, so the first impression of him coming back is important. That's why he hides himself here in Chicago to try to save the reactions a little bit. But unfortunately, eventually he's going to have to leave this city and other cities are going to let them know what they really feel about him. It doesn't matter what he says or does here. No one's going to buy that shit from city to city, even though if they, even though it gets cheered here. So he's trying to bubble himself around his, around his faithful here in Chicago for his first return and now his second. But that 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 doesn't that doesn't save you, you know, indefinitely, man. I mean, people are are eventually going to let you know how they feel about what you did, and it's probably going to vary from city to city, depending on where you go. His reaction in Chicago is probably going to be different from his reaction in California, or in Jacksonville, or even in New York. All these cities where they could be divisive are going to have straight up opinions about punk, and they might not all necessarily be positive. Uh, and then he needs to play into every city that he goes into. I mean, if they wanna, if they wanna play the play the game right, if if one city's booing the shit out of him, all right, I'm a heel tonight. People want to love well, me, all right, I'm a babyface tonight. He's got he's got to play that in between role now. Um, unfortunately, you can't do that for purposes of creative, because you have to be booked. I mean, we, I mean, people need to know how you're gonna be booked, and you know what I'm saying. So is he babyface this week? We don't know how's he gonna be. He's going to have to pick a line to choose here, babyface or heel. And I have a feeling, and this is the bad part about this, I think if they try to shove babyface down our throats, I think we could be He's, looking at a, you know, 2016 Roman Reigns situation yeah. where nobody wants to accept him as a babyface. Yeah, that's going to be a very difficult uh, task for creative because if they want to push him as a babyface and then he's coming off as a heel, it's definitely going to... It's going to mess with all the future programs that we've already discussed on this. How do you do that? How do you do a, a a CM Punk who they want to push as a baby face, but is being booed relentlessly in, in a world title program 
a third and yeah. final match with MJF. How do you do that? You can't it, do that because then, then, you're gonna, then you're going to jeopardize MJF, and you cannot do that to MJF. No, I don't think it can be done. I think they, I think they're going to um, force creators' hand here. I, I think AEW is going to have to push Punk as a heel because when they go around to these other cities and he gets booed, it's just not going to be a good look. It, like, like you just said, it, it's just not going to work, man. I mean, he, he's going to come off and he's going to, and you know how Punk is. He's going to be a dick to the city that wants to boo him as a yep. baby face. And he's going to come off as a heel. Yeah. Just, just, just book him as a heel. You book him as a heel, he gets booed. Great. You book him as a heel and he gets cheers. Great. He's like 2023 Roman, you know, book him as a baby face. He's going to get booed. If you think he's not going to get booze in most of the cities he goes to, you're delusional. He's going to get booze and you don't want those booze coming at a baby face punk. Yeah. I think if you ask punk, uh, I'm just taking a stab at this. I think if you ask punk where he wants to be, I think he would actually tell you he wants to be a heel. Probably. Or he could be like Cody and be stubborn and just swear he's a baby face through and through and never want to change. And, you know, he had to go change companies to become that baby face because it wasn't happening here. Well, I mean, don't even get me started there. That ain't working out the way he had. It ain't, ain't working either. out I mean, there either. He's becoming <laughs> so, he's become he's becoming Roman Reigns over on uh, fucking Monday Night Raw. I mean, God damn it, goddamn nauseating. Bro, holy he shit! Cannot, he cannot present himself as a baby face in Chicago on that on that fateful day, and then come the next week, go to another city, and then try to pretend that he's still a baby face when. They don't want to hear it. It's it's gonna be so Roman Reigns cringe. You mean it? It'll be revisited all over again. Yeah, all over again. He has to. He has to be a heel. I agree. I think that's the way that they're gonna go with that. Um, it should happen that way. But the elephant in the room was addressed tonight. Tony Khan announced CM Punk debut collision June seventeenth. Jesse and I will be live for that show. And uh, we will uh, address CM Punk when we get into Chicago for that debut episode. Should be very interesting. And uh, I know Samoa Joe teased again on social media today about a potential uh, beginning feud with CM Punk. So we will see what happens there. But the show is shaping up to be a must-see. And I'm very excited to see what they do with Collision. The other big thing that happened tonight, Jesse, was the... Talk between Don Callis, Takeshita, and the AEW fan base on why they did what they did at Double or Nothing. The heat for Don Callis tonight was one of the most glorious things I've seen on AEW television in a very long time. So much so that it actually made Don Callis break out in a smile. That's how fucking big it was. The heat. Yeah, he got Dom Dom. He got, I mean, this Dominic got nothing on this shit tonight. <laughs> Holy shit, he got booed out of the building. Takeshita was there with him, looking like a prick, conceited, standing next to Don Callis. Don Callis tried to speak, and the boos were so loud, you could barely hear what he had to say. He had to speak in sound bites because the boos were so loud, and they were just consistent. They did not want to stop. So I I was less impressed with Don Callis because... To me, Don was just being Don. I mean, this is this is Yeah, he didn't change anything. No, Don just being Don. Don is literally the Paul Heyman of AEW. Yeah. All right. So Don's being Don. I think the winner here was Takesta. I think his mannerisms, I think his mic work, his that facial jacket. expressions, he he looks like a fucking dick. That jacket. 
Yeah, that jacket has a heel jacket too. <laughs> you thinking me, kidding me? That was a heel jacket. That was man. a that, great jacket. He looked great. I wondered how he would sit as a baby face here, uh, as a heel here, because he's always been baby face. And right away, that promo, I, I think he'll be fine. I think he will be just fine, especially having Don Callis as a mouthpiece. And for Konosuke, all he has to do is speak mostly Japanese. Which he did tonight, and he got mega he heat did. for that. Good. That, this is going to be great for him, man. Fucking great. Now, we didn't get we didn't get much of, like, where they're going with this because, obviously, it's still a storyline that's developing, and, obviously, there's a big piece still coming, which I'll get to in a second. But Don Callis did allude to that Takeshita is better than, and he named off a bunch of Japanese legends, in, including the great Muda, and he mentioned Okada there tonight. And uh, there was a nice little... Uh, Let's all look at the Forbidden Door logo when he mentioned Okada. I wonder what oh, they got planned yeah, there. Okay. If we got Okada and Takeshita for Forbidden Door, I mean, holy shit. Man. That's going to tear uh, Toronto uh, in half. Man. Unbelievable. But they didn't really give you a glimpse into where they're going. They're, you know, a lot of people were like, including us, are they with the Blackpool Combat Club? It looks like they're with the Combat Club. But they didn't really allude to that. Don Callis said that he's going to have a whole new family to take out the elite and drain uh, the elite from AEW. So that remains to be seen. But there was one thing that the elite did say tonight, Jesse. And Hangman Page told Alex Marvez uh, because Marvez addressed where Kenny Omega is. Why isn't Kenny Omega here? But you guys are here. I heard rumors that Kenny Omega left the country and he is in Canada. And Hangman Page said, well, yeah, he fled the country, but he's not in Canada. So, obviously, this alludes to him being in Japan and him Ooh. trying to recruit Kota Ibushi and we get the Golden Lovers back to continue the war with the Blackpool Combat Club. That's the way I took it. There you go, man. Yep. That seems like the, the proper seed planted right there. There you go. They're, they they aren't uh, making anything a secret. They want you to know what they're doing and... It certainly looks like Ibushi's coming in. When he comes in, how he comes in, where he comes in, I don't know. But Forbidden Door's coming up. I don't know if they do this at Forbidden Door. I don't know if they wait till after Forbidden Door and we get blood and guts on a Dynamite episode. I don't know. I mean, we don't really know what's going on with Forbidden Door. Tony Khan hasn't really done anything as of this show tonight. And then uh, we got four weeks left to go. So it's going to be very interesting to see how they introduce Kota Ibushi. If he's going to be wrestling at Forbidden Door, uh, I, I don't know. Maybe we get the Golden Lovers involved some way, somehow for Forbidden Door. It's going to be uh, it's going to be very interesting to see. But he is coming in, and uh, I, I do think that we get blood and guts between the two factions for sure, with it being five on five. So I'm we, very excited about that. Get, we didn't get Okada last year, did we? We did not get. Oh uh, uh, yeah, he was in the uh, Fatal Four Way match with Adam Cole. And that's right, that's uh, Adam right, Page right. and Jay, Jay White, yeah. That's right, okay, okay. Say, yeah, uh, we, we definitely better be... Do not mention Kazuchika Okada during the bill to Forbidden Door and not give us Okada. We're getting Okada. No, we're getting Okada, yeah. Okay, very good. I don't know who he's going to be in the ring with, but uh, if okay. it is Takeshita, if it's Brian, if it's a fucking uh, plastic doll, I don't care. Just, just, get, just get him on the fucking show. Get him on the card, man. Um, the other big thing that happened tonight, and then we'll get into the actual breakdown of the show, is the Orange Cassidy and International Championship situation. It looks like, Jesse, they are indeed building off what we saw at 
the pay-per-view with the Battle Royal. Swerve looks to be getting his title shot. Are we looking at Orange Cassidy finally going to drop that international championship to Swerve? The match is announced for next week, and it looks like uh, we are still in the building phases of this feud. Now, I am excited about the match. I thought what they did at the Battle Royal was great, and we have some sort of story here. There's a little inkling of a story here, not much, but it's not a open challenge. It's not a random opponent for Orange Cassidy. It looks to be building towards something with Swerve and Orange Cassidy, and I really appreciate that. I'm very excited about their match next week. It should be good. Um, whether or not he's going to lose it, I don't know. I'm kind of tired of booking this guy to lose that title, and he just keeps winning. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On that note, I'm going to throw this out there. I just want TK or whoever might be listening from creative right now, from AEW to know something. It's okay to have a dynamite without Orange Cassidy wrestling. It's okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Take I, a I, week. Take a week. Take two. I, ba- Take I, ba- two. I back this statement. He doesn't need to be on the show every week. Every fucking Week Slumdog Millionaire Orange Punch hands in his pocket. Week two, Orange d- dude, take a week off. They keep telling us how banged up and battered and abused he is from all of these title runs and then the battle royal and not. Then give the man a week off. Yeah, I I agree. I I, I mean I it's, I'm not at that point yet. And we talked about this on Sunday when we did the double or nothing post show. Um, is there Orange Cassidy fatigue? Every single fucking time he's out there, he didn't open the show tonight. That that was been the or that has been the thing that Tony Khan's been doing. Dynamite starts. Let's hit Orange Cassidy's music. You know, hey. is there is there Orange Cassidy fatigue? And we addressed this situation on Sunday. Yes, there is because he's on the fucking show every single week and he's defending the title every single week. He didn't defend it tonight. He was in a tag team match with Darby Allen against the Gates of Agony. But mostly every fucking week on Dynamite, he's defending the goddamn title. You can't do that and then ask the fans to remain invested. We get it. He's a good wrestler. He's a great champion. We get it. He can take a week or two off and then come back refreshed and give him a brand new opponent. Or better yet, a storyline. Like we're getting with Swerve. Jeez, man. We got guys who can't get on TV, and now we got Orange Cassidy who we can't get off of TV. It's ridiculous. Take a week. It's almost it, it, it's almost like they forgot Keith Lee existed. It seems it seems like they dropped this this feud with Swerve like that for uh, Orange Cassidy. And nobody oh. gives a shit. People forgot. Oh, we'll move on. We get it. Orange is awesome. He's the champion. 
We get it. Unless you're ready to make something monumental happen or move in regards to a storyline with them, keep them off. We'll put them in the back in, in a promo segment, but come on, man. You're, you're killing us here. It's too much. It is a lot. It is a lot. Fan fatigue for a wrestler is uh, very real. Do not venture down that with uh, someone like Orange Cassidy, who we actually do like. Yeah. Please. Anyway, guys, uh, we're going to get into the show. And we're going to break this thing down on this Wednesday night. Thank you guys for an incredible month of May. Uh, I appreciate all the support. We're going to keep that ball rolling into June. I love the support and the growth that we're seeing here. We are legitimately 50 subs away from 147,000 subscribers. So make sure you guys go and hit that subscribe button. Follow me on social media at JD from NY206. That's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Cameo. Hit that thumbs up. I see 500 likes on the stream right now. We got 2,000 in here. There should be no less than 1,000 likes. Super chats are open. You guys have already thrown bombs in the chat. Let's keep that energy going. Super chats are open. Get them on in. We'll hang out at the end of the show. Memberships always open. Become a VIP right here on Off the Scripts. You guys can go follow Jesse as well on Twitter at Chi-Town Smart, where he uh, says derogatory things about the beautiful Larry the Dog. And he is uh, covering Impact as normal tomorrow, right, Jesse, on YouTube? Yes, yes, covering uh, Impact tapings tomorrow. We are nine days away already from the next pay-per-view um, against all odds um, on June 9th, so I'll be covering that one as well. There you go. Impact Wrestling doing their thing. And uh, make sure you guys go check out all the other content on the channel. I uploaded a video today in regards to Ronda Rousey already burying the women's tag team titles after she just won them on Monday night, which it is very hard to disagree with her. So go check that out and uh, sound like a broken record, man. There's only one way to fix the women's tag team titles. Burn them. Get rid of them. Honey, she waits till she becomes champion and then wants to shit on the title. Absolutely the most useless titles in the entire <laughs> industry. Get rid of them. And then they got another set of tag team titles and the NXT women's tag team titles floating around on the main roster as well doing nothing. So what are we doing? What are we doing? Maybe they should hire me as a fucking creative consultant. Fix this shit in no time, man. Anyway, you want to work, work for those assholes? Uh, no, not with uh, Mustache Man running around. Remotely, by the way. Anyway, guys, go check all that stuff out. Plenty on the homepage if you missed any of the content. And I'll be back. Uh, I don't know if I'll do anything tomorrow. Thursday's been a bad day to upload. I've uh, looked at the numbers. Nobody gives a shit on Thursday, apparently. So uh, there will be uploads throughout the week. So make sure you guys stay tuned to the podcast for all the latest news and rumors in the wrestling community right here. On OTS. Kinta said he is free on June 17th. Really now? Yes. Kenta is the man. He quote tweeted the AEW on TV post of Collision. Yes, oh, of course he did. Maybe we get Kenta versus uh, Mr. Punk at uh, Forbidden Door. I don't know. Yes, a battle of the A battle TTS. of the GTSs, pal. Let, let Vince book that shit. Yeah. Kenta, does he even remember Kenta? Does he even remember Hideo Itami, bro? Probably not. I don't. So I don't. Nobody, nobody, nobody remembers who attacked him in the parking lot during NXT that one night either. Nah, who was Kenta it? Was, Kenta was replaced by Kushida. 
And then he uh, and then he left too because they uh, buried the uh, cruiserweight championship. Yeah, yeah. It's poor Kenta. Poor uh, poor anybody that goes over there from uh, New Japan. Yeah, Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee. I, I don't know. He's doing all right down there, but uh, he? does, do, does he belong on the Nickelodeon brand? Probably not. What are they doing with him? He's uh, feuding over the North American title, I believe. Okay. Listen, man, you should watch you should watch NXT on Tuesday night, but Baron Corbin is challenging Carmelo Hayes for the NXT title. Oh, okay. Nice. I'll Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You know, for and a then, second. And then, and then bro, ge- geeks are telling me, oh, you gotta go watch NXT, man. Really? I gotta see Baron right. Corbin holding up the NXT title to close the show, and you want me to watch that. Yeah, for a second, I thought, like, maybe oh, maybe NXT is starting to turn around. Because I haven't watched it in a while. And then when you said I had no idea that was happening with Corbin. When you said that, okay, nope, nope, <laughs> stay away from it. Never mind. Oh man. I'm yes, good. this is a real thing. I'm not I'm not I'm not trolling you guys. This ended that was the way NXT ended last night. Ridiculous, man. And they're always in my email trying to give me free tickets to go to Orlando to attend the taping, bro. Should I go? Should I take them up on the offer? Fuck that. Are they gonna pay they gonna pay for your travel and, and hotel? Then mm-hmm. I'll go. No. Okay, then fuck that, man. No. Anyway. Nope. I'd go to an AEW show. In fact, we are going to an AEW show, Jesse. We'll be at all in. I will we'll be in, we'll, we'll be in London, bro. We're, me and Jesse will be in London. I forgot to mention this. There will be a meet and greet. I'm finding out the details right now on where to go. Uh I had so many people reach out to me with recommendations, man. This is gonna be the biggest meet and greet of all time that I've ever done. It's gonna be fucking crazy. It's gonna be awesome. I'm going all the way to London to watch All In, but I won't even go to the United Center to see. This motherfucker is going to London with me, and he won't come to New York because he knows that he'll get beat up because of his derogatory comments about Larry and our New York pizza. No, clown. She was talking about punk, not me. No, she's talking about you. No, she was talking about punk. No, she's talking about you. Why the hell would I go to New York? I don't know. You're a coward. So I should go to New York where the rest of the cowards are? Is that it? I don't know. No, you're afraid to come here to have a good pizza. That's the oh, whole I'm point. Afraid you're afraid to, to come here. Because she's, she's going she's gonna, to she's gonna beat you up, bro. If you continue to talk about Larry, she's going to beat you up. If if I wanted New York pizza, I could just go get Sabaro. It's right here in our mall, man. Sabaro? There you go. Sabaro. What's next? Uno? No, Uno is Chicago, man. I know. Uno. Uno is not bad. Uno, I, don't, no, I don't know. I haven't had Uno in a while. We used to have one down the street from it. I haven't had one in a while, though. Uh, buddy, I don't know if I'm doing anything for Grand Slam this year, bro. We got to see if Grand Slam is actually going to uh, be at Arthur Ashe. We don't know. We don't know. I'll uh, I'll fill the I'll fill you guys in on the details. Details are still being worked out for London. Let me take one thing at a time, and then uh, we'll attack uh, when need be. But John Moxley, Claudio, and Wheeler Yuta, six man tag team match against the Lucha Brothers, Penta. Ray Phoenix and Bandito. This was a hot match to start the show. It really didn't mean much of anything, but I can't complain when the Lucha Brothers are on TV. I think Bandito's fucking great, and the Blackpool Combat Club, they are the best faction in AEW right now. And this was great. Uh, all over the place, they brawled at ringside before the match actually began with Yuta and Bandito. Bro, Bandito, while he was in there with Yuta, I mean, okay. it, it, it was like... It was like, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but everything else was going on around him. There was brawls happening with the other four guys around him, and he's standing in the middle of the ring, 
and he's got Wheeler Yuta up in a vertical suplex, and the motherfucker counts to about 60, and yeah, the, 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 the crowd was counting along every step of the way. He had Wheeler Yuta up in a vertical suplex for 60 seconds, and then he finally dropped him, and the crowd went fucking crazy. Unbelievable spot. Yeah. Shout out to Wheeler Yuta for holding his balance up. Well, I don't know if I want to call it balance towards the end, but he kept his legs straight at least. Unbelievable there. So uh, the vertical suplex took a lot out of him. Lucha Brothers held Moxley and Castagnoli off. Yuta avoided a fear factor. Eight Phoenix's rope walk with a big kick while Penta took out Claudio with a backstabber. Yuta dodged a springboard bandito crossbody. And Moxley and Castagnoli hit uh, a spike pile driver double team on the floor. We go to commercial break. We're back from break, and Bandito was still being beaten down by the Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, a big, uh, I would say, uh, tornado dive laid out Moxley and Phoenix made this, uh, the hot tag to come back into the ring. Big super kick to Claudio. Corner spin kick to Yuta. We got dueling super kicks on Yuta and a sling blade by Penta on Claudio. And then a big DDT on Moxley. Everybody's going crazy. Bandito and Yuta came back in. They had a long forearm battle back and forth. Boo and yeah, San Diego was going back and forth. Bandito then ends it with a pop-up cutter. Lucha Brothers hit double dives on Moxley and Claudio while Bandito hit a big frog splash on Yuta for a very close uh, two count. Dan- Danielson was on commentary for this, by the way. He was excellent on commentary. Love Brian. And um, Moxley, he saved Yuta from Bandito's 21-plex, which I think is a great move. So Yuta was on the ropes, and Bandito usually comes off with momentum off the ropes for the 21-plex. Moxley's on the outside already. He's holding Yuta against the ropes. So when B- Bandito went behind, the suplex attempt failed. So Claudio flew in with an uppercut. This led to Yuta hitting the Busaiko knee and then follows up with some anvil elbows and then a seat belt leverage pin for the one, two, three. Excellent match. It meant really nothing at the end of it to give Black, uh, Black, Blackpool Combat Club a win, Jesse. That's all it was there for. But I thought this was a very good match. And I actually like the team of Bandito and the Lucha Brothers. I don't know where they cross paths, but I quite like them together, man. I think they're great. They are great. It's pretty good. Um, I thought they were with Peck. Yeah, I me too. Still works for the company. Yeah, they're they're, uh, they're with Mark Briscoe. Then they're with Pack, and now they're with Bandito, and then they're with Commander, and then uh, they're with uh, Vikingo. I mean, Vikingo, and I would just like some clarity on who their third man is. Yeah, what happened to the Death Triangle? I mean, if they want to kill it for whatever reasons, they need to kill it. Cool, but they don't tell us anything. This is a legitimate question, by the way. This is not us complaining. I mean, because it no. doesn't make sense that they have a rotation of tag team partners unless they're all in one big faction, which they're not. Yeah. Just, I mean, if 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 something's going on with Pac and he can't come or he's not able to come or he's done coming over, I think we should know. Because now I'm wondering where their third man is. Who's the third man? Who's the third man? I, I, I thought they were the Death Triangle. Why are they not the Death Triangle anymore? Is it Vikingo? Is it Bandito? I mean, who is their third man? It changes from week to week to week to week. Uh, by the way, the Lucha Brothers are still Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, I believe. Uh, why, yes. uh, why are they the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions? Can we get those belts on somebody that's actually going to be on Ring of Honor? Like who? I don't know. Me even. And neither do they. I don't watch Ring of Honor. Who does? I mean, when there's 19 matches a week, who's going to sit there and watch three hours of Ring <laughs> Bro, Ring of Honor during... Uh, 
The pay-per-view weekend, bro, was three hours long. Three bro. hours of nothing but matches with no story. Bro, Impact is way more entertaining than what they're doing on ROH and Rampage combined. I agree. I don't even watch Impact, and I agree with Jesse. Uh, trust me, it is. It's palatable. It's 90 minutes a week. There's storylines. The storylines make sense. The wrestling is pretty good. I don't know what they're doing on the ROH, but yeah, this is why I watch Impact now, because of stuff like ROH. Do you know Rampage this week is all Ring of Honor? Did what you notice that? Oh, I, I mean, I, it does it, doesn't shock Rampage me. on Friday is all Ring of Honor. I genuinely, I, I genuinely want to know if this is going to be the way of uh, what they do with Rampage now, being that they got Dynamite and Collision to be AEW. I wonder if this is Tony Khan making Rampage into a Ring of Honor program on Friday night on TNT. Nah, they should just cancel Rampage. It is so bad, man. So I, I mean, bad. everybody was going crazy about this show. Vikingo is defending the AAA Mega Championship against Dralisti going Commander. Willow is defending against Emmy Sakura, your favorite wrestler, Jesse, Emmy Sakura. Yes. Zack Sabre is on there against Action Andretti, New Japan TV title, and Katsuyori Shibata against Lee Moriarty for the Ring of Honor Pure title. Who cares? I don't care about any of this shit. Who gives a crap, man? Who cares? Oh, but JD hates wrestling. I'm sorry. I don't care about wrestling that has no fucking storyline. If I want to go watch pro wrestling, I, I mean, I, I could watch anything. Is watching a wrestling show, a full show with just wrestling, is literally like watching an indie show. It's like getting up and going to an indie show, yes. knowing nothing about it, and just watching the wrestling. Yes. No. I could go to a House of Glory show and see this. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. They need to do something. It's crazy. Rampage is uh, just not worth my time. No. Alex Marvis. He was backstage with the Young Bucks and Adam Hangman Page asking how they were feeling after anarchy in the arena. I don't know, Marvez. How would you be feeling if you got fucking blasted inside of uh, a pickup truck with a fucking pile driver? If you're Orange Cassidy, you'll be on the show next week wrestling. With Kinesio tape. Oh, look, yeah. I'm all bandaged up. Yep, all good to go. Matt Jackson said the Blackpool Combat Club brought out the worst in them. He'd never thought he'd see the day he tried to burn off someone's face with exploding sneakers. I thought that spot was pretty cool. I don't know. I thought it was the second time he did that spot. From it might have been. What, from what commentary said, I, th- I thought he pulled it out before. It might have been. I don't know. Maybe, against who? The Lucha Brothers? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Some show somewhere back in the day. I don't know. Page says that they're still standing and still swinging, and the Blackpool Combat Club relies on the numbers game. All of a sudden, Evil Uno entered with Alice Reynolds and John Silver, who apologized for interrupting him with his new friends. This was not an apology. They were uh, very bothered, Jesse, by Adam Page uh, with the Elite. So it looks like Creative is still going with the Blackpool Combat Club, or at least Adam Page, rather, uh, joining the Elite for his battle against the Blackpool Combat Club. But the Dark Order is jealous that they are not really mingling with Adam Page anymore. I like that. Um, a, heel, a, clearly, a, a heel dark order? Well, yeah. Heyman is clearly busy with bigger and better things right now. Yeah. And this seems to be the bigger fight, the most important thing to do right now for him. 
and Dark Order is just jealous because he's not hanging around them. This would normally be a bit that you might see on BTE or something where like, oh, you know, what are you doing? Where's Hangman? You know, but this was a little bit. I'm sorry for lack of lack of better word, a little bit darker, you know, and yeah, they genuinely seem like that they have a legit gripe with Hangman for the way that he's treated them because they were there for him whenever they've needed him. And now he's busy with the elite and he doesn't have time for them. That's cool. They walk away and forget his ass. Yeah, I think I see a turn coming for them, man. Yeah, I actually quite like that. I think they I, I think they would benefit from going a little bit more serious. Yeah, it gives I really them, do. It gives and you know what? They're, they're a great fucking team, bro. I don't give a shit what anybody says. I, yeah. I, I don't know what happened to Stu Grayson. I don't even know if he's still with the company. Hopefully he is. Stu yeah, Grayson, so. Evil Uno, get them in the tag. Why, why are they not in the fucking tag team division? I don't understand this. Where are they at? I don't know, man. Stu Grayson, Evil Uno, and and, and uh, Johnny Hungy, bro, is a trio. What what are we doing here? We could That's be a great there. fucking team. We could be getting there. They they're on TV. They have a legitimate reason to be angry. They're in position to be um, a pretty good heel team, man. As long as you get a legitimate gripe, as long as you believe what you're saying is true and everything else, um, they need to try some heel shit because. Um, there's nothing else for them to do as baby faces. They're constantly picking at the group, taking members out, you know, not re-signing members, not doing this, having hangman in and out. They have a legitimate reason to be upset. So yeah. pull up just, just go ahead and pull a trigger on it, man. I know they're baby faces, you know, from, from the start, but they have legitimate gripe, man. Go ahead and run with it. Yeah, and Adam Page's body language was when Alex Marvez asked him about Omega. Adam Page wanted to rush to go talk to the Dark Order, and Marvez was holding him up, so that was a little telltale sign that he still does care about the Dark Order. But uh, Adam Page was asked about Kenny Omega, and the rumors were that he went back to Canada. Page said Omega didn't go back home to Canada, but he did leave the country. So obviously people are now alluding to Kenny Omega trying to enlist some backup for the elites in the form of Kota Ibushi, who is a free agent, and the Golden Lovers reunion is uh, on its way, uh, possibly for blood and guts. That remains to be seen, but I think we all kind of know where this is headed. Yeah. Moving on. We got Tony Schiavone introducing Bullet Club Gold. Uh, I actually thought this was a great segment for everybody that watched the show tonight. I hope you felt the same way. I thought this was a nice presentation of Jay White and Juice Robinson, who, by the way, Jesse, I'm not sure if you know, Juice Robinson is rock hard. What? I'm not sure. I know, man. It's crazy. You know, I get this information fed to me, bro. Juice Robinson is rock hard. You know, it's funny you say that. I posted a couple of things on Twitter. Like when, um, like when, um, when, 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 who was it? Um, when Nyla came out and I was like, Nyla, Nyla Rose came out. I was like, what? No Vicky Guerrero? You know, like question mark, you know, just playing around. And I get people in my replies, like seriously going, well, Vicky Guerrero was released. Well, her contract was not renewed. Yeah. And then she had these questionable things going on with, you know, her daughter, like, I don't think sarcasm translates through fucking Twitter. Bro. bro why are you on Twitter, man? I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't know. 
I don't know. There's always I, a there's always a new surprise every day, bro. I got pe- I got people screenshotting what I said about Trish Stratus yesterday, upset that I don't like Trish Stratus' heel turn. <laughs> this is well, the this is the fucking people that I got to sit with on social media. Well, that's not taken out of context. I don't like it either. <laughs> I mean, she sucks. <laughs> she sucks. sucks as a heel. <laughs> it sucks. I don't know what you want me to tell you. If you it's like it, bad. God bless you. I think it's fucking awful. It's it's really it's bad. bad. <laughs> it's really it's not. Bad. It's listen, man. I would rather muck. And people are fucking comparing, bro. People compare. Oh well, why don't you have that same energy when Sting is out there? What? Because seeing Sting is not bad. Sting. Everything Sting has done has been great. And it's Sting good. is not in a major angle, and he's not wrestling fucking every week. It's not on TV every Sting? week. What does Sting do tonight? His music hit. He came out there. Came out with a baseball bat, wearing a badass jacket, and he fucking uh, scared uh, a couple of guys off. And that was it. It's done. Done. OJD's a sexist. I'm sorry. I like good pro wrestling. When it's bad, I'll let you know. Anyway, I thought this was... But if you like it, you're a shill. Uh, Can't win? (laughs) Nope. Can't win. Uh, By the way, I see some people in the chat. Uh, Yes, House of Glory just announced Matt Cardona... Defending the House of Glory World Championship against Carlito Cool on uh, their next show. Yes. Two things. Matt Cardona's your champion? Yes. I missed that one. Yes. And how did they get Carlito? The Deathmatch so, King, bro. WWE didn't, didn't snag Carlito? I thought they were trying to get him. They didn't snag Carlito, and Matt Cardona is still out there on the indies, bro. You believe that? Matt Cardona can go wherever he wants. Matt Cardona's great. He can go wherever he wants. If he's not in WWE, it's just because he has not accepted anything yet. If he's not in AEW, Matt Cardona is a is a as of right now probably the top free agent. I mean, if he was he a free agent, he's absolutely the, the market, top free agent. Man. He's awesome, man. Oh my god, he snubbed me. Because of that fucking dog. I'm already dead, it says. Woof, woof. He snubbed me because of that fucking dog. With a $100 super chat. Uh, no, he's talking about Scooby-Doo, bro. Let me at him. Let me at him, Scoob. That's what he's he talking about. snubbed me because I hate that damn dog. Reggie. Fuck. <laughs> Oh man, I'm already dead. We love you, brother. Thank you so much, man. Jesse's uh Jesse Salty. What happened, bro? Because of that dog. Right. It's just wrong. Switchblade Jay White, man. I love Jay White. Jay White's so great. Juice Robinson out there. Oh no, he's being he's being wasted, bro. Nah, yeah, he's wasted. He's being wasted. He's on TV every week, you fucking geeks. Nope, nope, nope. Jay White's being wasted, buried. He should have went to WWE, bro. Oh, my goodness. They uh, are talking about Ricky Starks backstage at Double or Nothing. They attack Ricky Starks, and FTR came out to save the day after their tag team title defense against Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. White said he bets Starks feels on top of the world, having eliminated both of them in the Battle Royal. But Starks isn't international champion, and he lost to Jay White. Robinson brings up FTR saving Starks from their attack, and FTR... Aren't Starks friends because Starks has no friends. White ran down FTR, calling them dumb and Southern and basically calling them hicks until FTR came down and made their way to the ring. White and Robinson hid behind Tony Schiavone. 
and they believe that FTR are out there to apologize to them and then offered them to join Bullet Club Gold, calling them top shelf, top guys. Jay White tried to hand the microphone to Dax, and he dropped it as Dax reached for the microphone, allowing Robinson to then punch Dax right in the jaw with a roll full of quarters, bro. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? What flew all over the place? That was so random. And and all of a sudden, we see quarters just fly all over the place. He nailed Dax in the jaw with a a, a close fist of quarters. And then White laid out Wheeler with the Blade Runner before bailing as Ricky Starks ran out to make the save. Ricky Starks challenged Jay White next week to put an end to this on Dynamite. I thought this was a great segment, bro. This uh, Jay White cut a great promo. Juice Robinson and Jay White are gelling together very well. I'm enjoying what Bullet Club Gold is doing. They're alluding to a, a new member, maybe. Uh, I've been hearing El Fantasmo, who is uh, a part of Bullet Club in New Japan. He may be a free agent coming over here to uh, uh, AEW. This could be a Forbidden Door matchup. I, I don't know. We'll see. But I said this. On Twitter, bro, until I got blocked by some fightful fucking moron that I quote tweeted, and I didn't say anything derogatory. I said, basically, the narrative of Jay White needs to die, bro, about uh, him being buried. People are very impatient. He's on TV every week. He's feuding with Ricky Starks. Bullet Club Gold is just getting their wheels going, and it looks like we may be getting a six-man tag team match at Forbidden Door, or better yet, Jesse... We may be getting FTR versus Jay White and Juice Robinson for the AW Tag Team titles. Buried? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, the guy's not buried, man. I, 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 I love the natural progression that they're doing with him. I've said it a few times. If you start him up top, he has nowhere to go but down. So it's fine. You don't, have, you don't even have room for him at the top just yet. So just let him stew. Let him get some wins. Let him make some noise somewhere else on the card, and then when you need Jay White at the top four main event spot, he's right there. You kept him fresh. You kept him clean. Now he's ready to go. Also, you can't figure out why people are, you know, blocking you just for making a comment like that. I figured it out. I can tell you why you get blocked for like a like a non-hateful like comment. There was no like cursing that. or anything, Rogers. I said I, basically, basically what you said is what, what was in the tweet. I can tell you why you're getting blocked for stuff like that. It's not you. It's your fans. Because when you tweet or quote tweet something, your fans jump behind you with blind fucking support and they jump down the mentions of whoever it is you quote tweeted and now their mentions are full of your fucking fans who are just spewing off shit that maybe you didn't even necessarily say or mean in this particular tweet. It's your fans. You're probably right. I'm going to need you guys to calm down. It's your I'm going to need you guys fans. to calm down, okay? I, I I personally know when you've mentioned me in a tweet because then my mentions are blowing up for the next fucking day or two. Like, I really give a shit about what everyone else thinks about a comment that you made. Well, what comment did I make? It doesn't matter. It could be your fucking... $150 fucking coffee mug. It doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. Which by the way, which by the way is the greatest fucking piece of tech that I've bought all year, bro. Ember mug, smart coffee, bro. I, I tell you, bro, you want these you said you were going to buy it for your sister, I believe you said, right? I was going to buy one for my mother-in-law. Mother-in-law. Like 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 2 years ago when I saw it at Best Buy. 
and the price tag. I'm like, bro, let me tell you something, man. If you spend, if you spend, here's a remote control on my desk. If you spend $400 on a remote control, it should be the absolute best remote control I've ever fucking seen in my life. But here's the thing. I don't want a remote control worth $400 and I don't want a coffee mug worth a hundred and fucking 50. I got more use out of it in the fucking three days that I've been using it. than I uh, have anything else, man. I tell you, I drink three, co- I three drink three cups of, of coffee a day, man. And it's my solution to that would be drink less coffee, not buy a mug for that much money. Drink and, less coffee. What do you got? Do you mind? Yeah. Drink yeah. less coffee. Come on, That's man. I had much. to give up. I had to give up my old fashions and my whiskey and my beer with this workout that I'm doing with my guy. I got to find some other fucking outlet coffee. That's fine. But if it gets to the point where I need a mug like that to support my coffee habit, I'm going to drink less fucking coffee. I don't know, man. I love it. I would highly recommend it, bro. Listen, man, take, take one of, take one of your, uh, take one of your, uh, streams and the super chat donations that you get and go invest in a coffee mug. I don't drink enough coffee to warrant buying a mug like that. I don't. I'll just reheat my coffee instead. Sounds like I'm on an Ember fucking uh, little uh, partnership here. I'm trying to sell this guy a fucking coffee mug. You need to reach out to these guys for sponsorship, man. I don't know. Swerve Strickland. He was in a triple threat match against Trent Beretta and my guy Big Bill. We love Big Bill. Don't Big guess. Bill. Big Bill is great. Big Bill continues to impress me all over the place, except in the name category. Yeah. I think he's fucking great. They got to get him away from Lee Moriarty, Lee Boriarty. Get him out of there and get, no, him on, no get him on dynamite with, as a fucking big man, bro. I have no problem with, with Moriarty, especially if they're going to use these two as a tag team. My, my problem is with Prince Nana, his name, Big Bill, and how they're being booked. Okay. They need to bolster they need to bolster that tag team division. What's wrong with Big Bill and Moriarty becoming a legit tag team and getting it done? Big Bill. Yeah. Well, we had some eliminations at the uh pay-per-view on Sunday. Big Bill had uh a lot of eliminations in that battle royal. And Strickland was uh the last guy in there with Orange Cassidy. We've seen all that highlight on the screen. Before the match, Strickland, he was in there. He was out there with the uh, Mogul Embassy. We got Brian Cage out there. We got uh, Nana out there and the Gates of Agony. Strickland immediately took uh, his offense to Beretta. He was uh, using his speed to escape Big Bill. And he took out Strickland with a dive. Did Beretta back inside Big Bill. Obviously, the biggest guy in the match used his size, did multiple corner splashes. He dumped Swerve over the top rope and gave Beretta a big boot. So we got a commercial. Back from commercial, Bill, he was taken out onto the floor as Strickland and Beretta were fighting on the apron where Trent pulled Strickland into a big boot from Big Bill. A lot of big. Beretta, big stuff, man. A lot of big stuff happening. Beretta connected with a moonsault off the second rope. Out to the floor, he took out the big man, but uh, Strickland uh, caught him with a big running punt on the apron. Strickland then wanted a double stomp, but Big Bill fought on the ropes with him before Beretta joining Strickland and both superplexed Bill in a big moment during the match. 
Beretta connected with a half-and-half half overhead suplex on Strickland, but ran into the big boss man slam from Big Bill. Strickland missed a swerve stomp on Beretta, who had a running knee, an Apollo driver for two. Big uh, Bill and Beretta fought on the apron, where Bill choke slammed him back into the ring. Swerve hit a double stomp on Bill from the top rope to the apron, and then uh, ran back into the ring with the big man out to get the pin on Beretta, and he wins the match. And my guy... This... This guy, mix. this guy, man, I'm already dead with another $100 super chat in honor of Big Bill, the legend himself. And then he says, Jesse. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, apparently with his last bomb, he was talking about Trish and not Larry. Trish. Yes. Trish. Woof, woof. Yeah. Well, I mean, but this one. I get mentioned. It's a bomb. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. Guy, you must be a nice, legit write-off for this guy, man. I'm already dead. We love you, brother. Thank you so much for your generosity tonight, man. Hopefully, awesome. you're enjoying the show. Hopefully, you got a cold beverage next to you, too. It's pretty warm outside. Um, I thought this was fun, bro. I thought this was a fun triple threat match. Uh, Swerve, obviously, was the right outcome here. And uh, it looks like we are getting... Tony Khan playing into what happened on Sunday, man. You know, I was thinking about this. I was actually on the train looking at the card for Dynamite, and Tony Khan was making these announcements. And I'm like, Swerve versus Big Bill versus Trent. I mean, what the, what the fuck kind of match is this? It just it just sounds so random. And, and yeah. I'm like, and this was kind of like the Battle Royal on Sunday. Tony Khan legitimately, bro, is booking this shit like a fucking video game. He's, he's honestly booking like, like if you played Fight Forever, bro, if you played the old No Mercy games, you know, you, you play a one-on-one match and you have interference on and somebody random would come down. You know, we all used to play the game. You have your guys battle and then the guy that interferes, you know, he starts a feud with the, you know, your guy and you do that on the next show that you put together. He's booking right. this shit like a video game, bro. You're like, the battle royal happened with these three guys. He's like, all right, I'll put these guys in a triple threat match. And then my guy, Orange Cassidy with Darby, will put them in a tag team match against Swerve's buddies in, in Gates of Agony. You know, it might seem random to the fucking casual idiot out there who doesn't watch AEW, but, you know, at the end of the day, it does make sense on what Tony Khan did tonight. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, What happened to Will Hobbs? Who? Right. I'm not sure who that is, bro. Who, who was can, a big can, deal. Can, can you remind no, me who he, he is again? I'm sorry. Back. You got to think back. He was actually TNT champion. Oh, yeah, that's right. He held the irrelevant right. title, right? And he was, people were like, all right, he's going to be the focus and now he's going to make a good run. Uh, did, 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 didn't, he, didn't he write some kind of novel, bro? He wrote a book. Oh, that's right. He used to bring the book with him. Right. What was it called? He lived in Oakland, right? The Book of Hobbs. Book of, where wow. is Wow. Now, now, there's probably no time for him on TV. I get it. It's only, you know, one week of live TV. But they have Orange Cassidy on every week. Well, I'll tell you this right now. I don't know who the fuck is watching over there, but uh, Will Hobbs better be on Collision. I'll tell you that right now. Somewhere. Get the man on Collision. There's no reason why he should be off TV. I'm just thinking about that. Like, where is Will Hobbs? Why do we have an infinite amount of orange juice and no books of Hobbs? Bro, that TNT title is a curse to whoever holds it, man. It's like uh, it's like the fucking uh, 
Book of the Dead in Brendan Fraser's Mummy, bro. You open that shit up, forget about it. It's the it's, fucking evil all over the place. Jeez, dude. What the hell? Swerve wins this triple threat match. Big Bill looked great here. I don't care about uh, Beretta, but it made sense that he was there. More Big Bill, please. And Swerve wins this match. Uh, he's obviously going on to wrestle uh, Orange Man for the uh, international championship. Uh, we got a Statlander video package highlighting her road to recovery. By the way, uh, Statlander is Bay. By the way, I'm just letting Ooh, you guys know. I'm just letting boy. you guys know. Just letting you guys. She, Bailey, she, 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 we're, we're, we're looking at a top three here, bro. We're looking at Tony Storm. We're looking at Sky Blue, and then Statlander number three. Get Stat in the house. Stat yeah. put us up mix, man. Yes. Yes. Love Statlander. Uh, highlighting her road to recovery, and uh, Jade is officially vanquished. Good. Gone. Goodbye. I would I, I would have actually liked to have seen a legitimate match between them, but if she's got to go, she's got to go. Yeah, goodbye. Uh, Renee Paquette is out there. We got the acclaimed and daddy ass out I didn't there. Get this segment. I, I didn't understand this at all. I was very confused by this. No rap. Uh, he got enough rapping on Sunday, which, yeah. uh, which made uh, Buddy Matthews very mad. Not really, but who knows? Cake Lander. Is that her new name now? Is she gonna be Cake Lander? Cake Cake Lander. <laughs> I'm not I'm not really a big uh, sweets guy, bro, but uh, I can't turn that down. Man, my god. No way. Uh things uh did not go their way at double or nothing when they lost the trios match against the House of Black. Billy Gunn says he feels he let the acclaim down, but Caster said they win together and they lose together. They are still the people's choice. Bowen said a few months ago. They were screwed out of the tag team titles and said Gunn deserves to hold gold one more time in his career. The acclaimed loves daddy ass and everyone loves the acclaimed. Um, I did not get this because they are alluding to Billy holding gold one more time in his career. What does that exactly mean? Do we get the acclaimed beating the House of Black for the trio no, championships in a no, token victory no. to get Billy Gunn a title, bro? no. No, I, no. I agree. I don't want it to go there. No. Where's my but why are they alluding to this? I have something better. What do I got here? Do I got, uh, hold on. Do I got No. It? Yeah. I know. No, 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 no. No. Do not take those titles off of the House of Black. If they want to do a story where Billy Gunn is trying to get the titles, great. That's not making Daddy Magic's nipples hard, bro. No. No. If he wants to go for the titles and he comes up short every time, great. Fine. They will, bro, let me take TK. Do not take those titles off the fucking House of Black. House of Black should be the trio's champions for the rest of the fucking year. No, 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 no. At the rate that they're going with these open challenges, they'll have no teams left. Let's get some story there, number one. Number two, what I think this is, bro, this seems fairly obvious, which I don't know why this wasn't done when it actually did make the most sense. It certainly feels like to me that Daddy Ass may end up turning on the acclaimed. Should have been done already. Should have been done already. Should have been done done in the match with the gun club. Should have been done already. Ready, not them. And this segment, this segment was so pointless. It literally could have been a pre-recorded segment that they just aired in the back. Yeah, 
It did not. It, I, I I don't get. I didn't get this at all. And then that segment could have aired on a rampage for all we cared. I mean, I don't get. I didn't get this at all. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen here, but uh, a possible heel turn for Daddy S on the acclaim seems more likely. Uh, the House of Black losing those titles to Billy Gunn, who's in his sixties, that will not go over well with the AEW fan base. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no way. Do House it. of Black is finally starting to hit their stride. Buddy is fucking incredible. Brody and Malachi are incredible. No way. You Come better put you better put daddy ass in a match with a hook for the FTW title or some shit, dude. Go challenge, go challenge Wardlow for that fucking TNT fucking fucking hot potato title. Bro, the House of Black lose those tag team titles, bro. But Buddy Matthews is going right to mommy. Man. Right to WWE. Fuck that. Right. He's gonna give Dominic a piece of his mind. He <laughs> can dum dum. Dum dum. Uh, we got Don Callis and Kanosuke Takeshita with Tony yes. Shivani. And they did not come out to entrance music, which was great. Oh. They got the old Tommaso Ciampa treatment. It's great. Love it. Let's hear the booze. That is the greatest theme music in all of pro wrestling. Nothing but hatred. Love it. Don Callis says he hopes the booze are for Kenny Omega, as Callis says he is the real victim. Running down all of Omega's accomplishments thanks to Callis himself. AEW World Champion, Don Callis. New Japan uh, IWGP Champion and, and uh, United States Champion, Don Callis. He's basically taking uh, all of Omega's accomplishments. Callis blames the scar he has uh, on his head that he sees every morning. He wakes up and he blames it on Omega. Now, while Callis lost a nephew, he gained a son in Takeshita, who is better than Antonio Inoki, the great Muda, and Kazuchika Okada. Oh, my God. Takeshita will soon see he's also better than Kenny Omega. Takeshita took the microphone and started speaking in Japanese and said that they will destroy the elite in Kenny Omega. Callis said Omega destroyed his family, so he's going to build a new one to eliminate the elite from all elite wrestling. This was fucking volcanic heat for Don Callis, and it's something that I would urge you guys to go back and rewatch. Fucking great segment. Uh, Don Callis was taken aback by the amount of heat that he was getting, that he smiled a little bit and broke character and had to basically speak in sound bites because he could not get out a full sentence because of the loudness of the crowd. It was great. Yeah, man. Get that dum dum heat. He got that uh, dum dum heat. Yeah. Hey, this was hey, uh, this hey. was this was bigger than Dominic Heat. This was bigger than MJF you know, on a on a on a normal night. You better watch it, bro. Dominic could catch your ass out in the yard. Listen, man. Rhea wears JD on her face, not Dominic. Oh. So well, she, now now so she, she was... now she just changed it. By the way, she's wearing Dom on her face instead of JD. So she was eluding to McDonough a long time ago now. Who? Uh, the McDonough. The fake JD. Yes, the, the fake JD. The real JD. JD. No. No, McDonough. Yeah, she, she's, Fuck she's, been wearing, she's been wearing that for a while. JD McDonough. He's great. But no, it's not they, JD. No, it's, it's did me. They, did it's they me. follow up on McDonough and, and Balor watching him in the parking lot? No. No, they, uh, Vince had uh, rewrote the show heavily, was the last report. Yeah, he's running the show remotely, bro. I'm not sure if you were aware. It's just just one week of no follow-up. Maybe there's, there's a planted Easter egg. Sure, sure. We'll see. Maybe, it, look, they'll mention it next week. 
Ah, Paul, who is this midget that looks like Balor? We don't need him in that group. We already have Finn. What do we need him here for, pal? We got Omos to put in there. Where's Omos, Omos the pal? Omos to the Judgment Day. Ridiculous. Ah, huh? Big. Big Omos. Big. Fuck out of here. Uh, so we got uh, Don Callis and Takeshita basically trying to eliminate the elite from all elite wrestling. Uh, we don't know who their family is. It may be the Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, I'm assuming we'll get uh, answers of Kota Ibushi sooner rather than later. We saw highlights of the TNT title ladder match, which I thought, which I thought was a very good match. Uh, retaining over Christian Cage did Wardlow. Arn Anderson talks about biting the lizard man's thumb. That is Luchasaurus for the geeks out there. Uh, while Wardlow said Luchasaurus found out not to get involved in their business, but will be more than happy to finish the job if Luchasaurus wants to be next in line. I don't like that, bro. I don't like that we got to put Luchasaurus into this shit. The feud is already over because Christian lost. Let's keep the big man safe. Uh, you better win. Who? Wardlow? L- Luchasaurus. He ain't winning. Then don't put him in the match. That's what I'm saying. Don't why do we got to why match. do we got to put him in a match that his that he's inevitably going to lose? Don't book the match. Luchasaurus is fresh. Luchasaurus needs to be a killer when he gets back in the ring. Which reminds, which by the way, is he hurt or something because he's not wrestling? Who? Luchasaurus. I don't know. He's he's yeah. not hurt. He got involved in the match. I mean, he was he was physical on Sunday. Right, right, right. Did he take any bumps? I don't remember, though. Yeah. He did? Yeah, okay. he took a bump. Yeah. All right. But I digress. Yeah, he took a bump to the table. He should not be losing. I don't know, man. Luchasaurus should not be losing. You know, uh, all, all the all the kickback that I got from the review with you, Jesse, on Sunday, a lot of people were like, uh, oh, J.D., I lost a lot, of res- uh, a lot of respect for you because I thought the show sucked. I'm like, what? <laughs> on Sunday. You lost a lot of respect for me because I actually enjoyed my $50 that I spent out of my own wallet for the fucking show. I can't believe you didn't shit on the show. I can't believe you didn't like it because I didn't like it. What? People. We had a great ladder match. We had a unbelievable fatal four-way. We had a great main event. We had, what else was on the show that that I'm forgetting? Jade actually wrestled decently on the show. The women's title was fine. Right, we got Chris Statlander. Chris Statlander beats. Je- I mean, what was wrong with the show? That it was I a thumbs down a show. Good, I thought we did a pretty good job at putting at the rest at detailing. Yes, match by match, segment by segment, how this was not a bad show and it was actually a good show. Well, one of the best yep. main events that they've done on pay per view. One of the best Fatal Four Ways you'll ever see. It's a thumbs down show. Yeah, never once said it was a fantastic, great show. I just thought it was above average. It wasn't just a mediocre show. I thought it was a good show. The Battle I mean, Royal was, the, was good. I yeah. hate Battle Royals. Yeah, it was a good show, man. I don't understand what people want. Was I, it I the best show it. ever? No. I give it a solid six and a half, seven out of ten. It was a good it show. Wasn't a, it wasn't a, a fucking, you know, forbidden door or, or revolution. Yeah, yeah it, it wasn't, again, it wasn't the best ever. And it was better than just a, eh, no. It was a good show. That, that, that is the perfect you know way many, to describe it. It you was know many, a good show. You know how many people came out to me on, on this? Oh, Battleground was better. NXT was better. I don't give a fuck what was better. You enjoyed what you enjoyed? Fine. You enjoyed it. Great. Great. I, I can't say. I'm not here to compare say was, shows. Yeah. 
I can't say either was or wasn't. I didn't watch Battleground. You want to watch Nickelodeon? Go watch Nickelodeon. I'm watching fucking what I want to watch. I'm watching adult programming. Yep. Give me a break, man. Oh, but AEW didn't sell out. Look at all the look at all of the NBC. It's- That's great. Did you enjoy the show? Let me tell you something, you fucking geeks out there. You're a fan of professional wrestling. Why are you invested in metrics, ratings, ticket sales, empty seats? Shut the Would fuck feel- up and go touch some grass. We just Would hit you the feel summer. Better? Okay. Would you, fe- Would you feel better if every seat was filled and it was a complete sellout? And the show was mediocre or sucked. Ridiculous. What what bearing is it on your viewing experience if the metrics of AEW's ratings aren't where you think they should be? What? So people, man. People. Holy shit, man. When the IWC, uh, I think they can't get any dumber. Holy shit. You're, you're, you raise the bar, man, every single week. Ridiculous. People. I didn't even watch Battleground yet. I haven't even had I haven't even had time to watch Dragonov and uh Dijak. I will. No. I love both of those guys. I haven't watched it. I'm not gonna watch it simply because I've I'm not in touch at all with the NXT storylines and I'm just going in <laughs> blind. I don't feel like watching the show just for wrestling again. If I wanted that, I watch ROH. Well, I mean Baron Corbin's there now, bro. You gotta catch up. Oh, well, geez. Let me get right on it, man. Mustafa Ali's down there, too. I don't know if you know that. Demoted. Yeah, demoted. They're free agents, bro. That's why they're I was there. talking... I was not talking to... I was tweeting with Angle, like, uh, like last week or something like that before, you know, um, Night of Champions. And he was, like, all happy about Mustafa Ali getting, uh, getting a shot at Night of Champions. And I replied. I was like, look, bro. I don't think it's important to say that he's got a shot at Night of Champions. I think the important thing here is to say what kind of push he gets after Night of Champions. And they pushed his ass right to NXT. Yep, they used him in the token Saudi Arabia spot. Jeez. Dude. Great talent like Ali. Buried. Great. Jesus. Uh, we got Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen against Bishop Khan and Toa Leona. Now, great team, bro. Let me tell you something. I don't watch Ring of Honor, but I was high on these guys before I watched Ring of Honor. Um, These guys are fucking legit. Yeah, this is a great fucking tag team. I don't want to sit here and tell you that this was the 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 fucking. Oh, my God. They're the next big thing, man. I, I don't care what people say. You can make fun of me all you want. They're not game changers by any stretch. But, man, this was a star-making performance for them because how many people watching this show realized who these guys were or where they come from, what they're doing on Ring of Honor? They looked fucking incredible tonight. And Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen give them credit, too, because they bumped around for these guys like it was nobody's fucking business. This was a very good tag team match, and I'm loving the team of Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen. It's working for me. I don't know what it is, but it's working for me. I think they gel very well. I think that would be a nice... Um like permanent tag team going yeah. forward when they free up Darby's storylines and they get that title off of Orange Cassidy. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be honest here. The, the match, I know it was a good match. I know that. I watched the match. I know a good match when I see it. I'm just tired of Orange Cassidy. And I've watched these other two guys on Dark for months. I already know how good they are. I really do. 
So now I'm watching them on TV. I'm happy to see them getting a you know a, a nice spotlight on TV, but they should have been they should have been getting that spotlight. Those guys are really good. And now yeah. I'm looking at another orange Cassidy spot. Slum dog millionaire, hands in the pockets. He, dude, again, again. Yeah. Too much. Yeah, Toa Leona, bro. I don't know what they got going on with him. E- even Khan, um, beast of a name. And Toa Leona, bro. You know, we got Solo Sokoa doing his thing over on uh, on SmackDown. Toa Leona could fit that mid-card role very well, bro. If they want to break him out at some point in the future as a singles guy, he's got the makings of a very intimidating uh, mid-card secondary title type of guy. They want to break him away from a tag team. This is a great, this tag team is very, very good. It is. It is very good. Uh, I hope they do more with it. I think they will. I think they will. They gave him this spotlight on TV. I think, I'm thinking that they will because they, they have a fantastic look, man. They really do. Yeah. Yeah, the the uh, the team of Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen got legitimately beat up for most of this match. They sold for about 80% of this match, I'd say. And then uh, the Gates of Agony uh, fell in defeat with the good teamwork of Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen. Now, the post-match did set up a few things. Now, I don't know what we're doing here with the Gates of Agony, but Darby Allen and Sting stood tall to back Orange Cassidy while the Gates of Agony and Swerve were on the outside. It looks like we may be getting Darby and Sting versus the Gates of Agony and obviously Orange Cassidy versus Swerve for the International Championship. So it looks like we got something brewing here between uh, both both factions, I would say, or both uh, groups of teams. But uh, Toa Leona and Khan attacked at the bell and uh, they were uh, beating them up right at the start. Uh, Darby tried for a springboard coffin drop, but Leona hit a pounce midair that absolutely fucking severed Darby in half. Ridiculous. Cassidy, meanwhile, he got taken out with a double knee to the chest as the rest of the group, uh, Mogul Affiliates, was on the outside. And Darby Allen, he suffered a running senton on the apron and a urinagi back inside by Toa Leona. Uh, Darby Allen started to use his speed to send Toa, Leona, and Khan colliding into each other. And then he makes a hot tag to Orange Cassidy. He put his hands in his pockets to kind of slow the offense down from Gates of Agony. And uh, it did get the upper hand. Satellite DDT. Uh, then he ducked an orange punch, which allowed Leona to hit a huge Samoan drop. So Cassidy countered a double choke slam into a double Hurin Karana. As Darby Allen made the tag back in, he had a springing coffin drop and a dive out to the floor on Leona. Khan went to uh, basically kill Cassidy, who uh, answered with a stun dog millionaire, and then a code read by Darby Allen quickly to follow. Cassidy took out Leona with a dive while Allen hit the coffin drop on Khan in the middle of the ring for the one, two, three, and they get the victory. Very, very fun match. Uh, Post-match, Brian Cage, Swerve, and Nana slowly walked towards the ring as they were sitting on the stage, and they were about to attack when Sting's music hit, and he came out for backup. He got in the ring, the embassy retreated, and Strickland uh, basically was eyeing the international titles. The match was made official for next week, OC versus Swerve for the title. I thought this was very good, and we may be looking at a new international champion. I I don't see how Swerve loses that match next week. I don't. Yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we say Stick it every fu- we say it every fucking week. Yeah, I don't know. I, it, 
it, it, it's it's really that way, though. Every time you get a sense of, he's losing, he's losing. I thought he was losing at the fucking pay-per-view. He came back and beat 20 guys. Um, he comes back and wins. But I, I don't see I, I don't see how this does anything to swerve if he loses, bro. Like, why would you do that to him? He should have lost at the pay-per-view. Yes. And then he should be off TV for a few weeks. And then he should come back fresh, getting into something new, like maybe a tag team with Darby Allen or something like that. Yeah, go figure. Yeah, yeah, he should have lost because now, dude, you could have had him lose at that pay-per-view and kept him very strong, very strong. Now he's going to take a one-on-one L, which is fine. He passes momentum to someone else, so that is fine within itself. But realistically, he should have lost that battle royal. They they kept telling us how run down. This guy's run down, beat up, and exhausted from defending that title and still... Managed to out-survive 20 other dudes. Yeah. You're killing me, man. Yeah. OC fatigue is real. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Uh, I want to appreciate you guys, uh, or thank you guys, rather, for uh, joining me. I appreciate you being here. Uh, There's 684 likes on the live stream chat right now. I'd love if we can get that as close to 1,000 as possible. So if you guys are in the chat and have not hit the thumbs up, uh, I would really, really appreciate if you do so, man. Super Chats are still open. We're going to read them in uh, just a little bit as we wind this down here. And uh, memberships, get them on in as well. Become a VIP right here on Off The Script. Tony Schiavone is all over the place. Back in the ring, this time with Hook, FTW champion, uh, getting an interview. Shivani talked about Hook helping the Hardys win on Sunday to give Matt Hardy the contract of Ethan Page. Before Hook can say what's next, we got uh, Jose the assistant with Roosh and Preston Vance out there. So uh, Jose said, this is what they have to do to get an opportunity in AEW. Roosh is too dangerous to be on TV. And isn't there uh, someone here to make this, you know, a little bit better for them? Tells Preston Vance and Drellistico to attack Hook because Roosh is too dangerous, which they did attack. Jungle Boy made the save and took out both Vance and Drillistico on the ramp with the chair while Jose retreated to the ring where he was met with a suplex from Hook. And we got uh, Jungle Boy and Hook standing tall as Preston Vance and Drillistico stared at them from the ramp. Uh, So we go from Jungle Boy getting a world title match against MJF and the rest of the Pillars, Jesse, to him going back to Jungle Hook. I don't think that really means to me that uh, Jungle Boy has any solid plans creatively following the pay-per-view. Well, that that was one of the important things that we were um, wondering about during the build-up to this match. What are they going to do with these three guys? Well, actually, even four, because what are they going to do with MJF? What are they going to do with these guys after the match? Yeah. And because that's important, because you're telling us that, that they're worthy of a world title shot. They don't win, and now we're just what back into jungle hook or i mean what is the plan you know is sammy a super baby face going forward now because he's an expecting father i mean what's darby what i mean what are we doing darby's in the tag team now i mean you know so i don't know what are they doing you know i feel like uh i feel like you know a lot of people were talking about jungle boy possibly going heel i think that may be a good look for him you think he turned on hook yeah jungle boy going heel no, you know, and so when you when you see a guy standing in a ring, 
wearing all black and holding a chair, you kind of get worried, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I know I did. I'm like, okay, what 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 the fuck is going on here? But I actually think a a, a turn for Jungle Boy is a kind of a bad idea right now. Um, the guy he's he's just a baby face. He he's a baby face through and through. Not only that, he's starting to get his he's starting to get warmed up to these um, live promos and things like that as a baby face. And turning him heel is gonna make um, doing a promo much harder. Much harder for Jack Perry right now. Yeah. Um, and and he he's 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 super he's still super over as a baby face. I wouldn't turn him heel just yet. I think he has a lot, a lot of longevity left in a in a baby face run before you finally flip that switch and then double down on it and make it real impactful when you finally do turn him. Yeah, I don't know what Tony Khan's got planned for him. Uh he's not going anywhere. He he'll be in something, but you yeah. know, how, how do you follow that up after he wrestled for the world championship? Putting him back in a tag team with Hook doesn't really uh, scream, you know, importance to me. So we'll see what happens with uh, with Jungle Boy. He's too good to uh, let this get to him. And, you know, he's going to be just fine on AEW television. They love him there. So uh, we'll see what happens with Jungle Boy. R- Renee Paquette, uh, she was backstage with uh, Tony Storm, the new AEW women's champion. No interim here. Soraya and Ruby Soho. So we have the outcasts. Storm said luck had nothing to do with her title win on Sunday as she's traveled all over the world to get to this point. She's been wrestling since 13 years old. Soho praised Storm's work ethic while Soraya did the same. And Tony Storm said the only ones that are lucky are the AEW fans. I'm lucky. If I get to look at Tony Storm every week, man, I'll shut up. Her hell, her, her, you know what? We get... We get Christian Cage's turtleneck. Yeah. Konosuke's jacket. And Tony Storm's hairdo. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of the hairdo. Yeah. That hairdo is a straight up heel hairdo. Man. Yes, that is. is just No, it has yeah. to go. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. Not a fan of it at all. No. Chris Atlander, she wrestled Nyla Rose for the TBS title. I don't know how we got here. I I didn't even have the energy to ask questions because I would have been met with criticism and why don't you just enjoy the show? All this other nonsense. Really? Really? We got stat on TV. Just enjoy the show, asshole. But why is she wrestling Nyla Rose? What happened here? We have Statlander on TV. I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry. This is my job to ask questions. Where did Nyla Rose come from? We haven't seen Nyla Rose on TV for what? Three months now? Four months? Even better. Nyla Rose is on my TV and Statlander. I'm not saying that Nyla Rose is a problem. I actually enjoy Nyla Rose, but we got to get Marina Shafir on TV because Nyla Rose is on TV. She came out and left right away. What the hell do you want? Bro, the five seconds annoyed me. Oh, my God, dude. The five seconds annoyed the shit out of me. Oh, my God. But she looked good. Didn't she look great out there? No. She did. She looked good. Are you watching the same show I'm watching? His wife wasn't hot? you, you, You watching the same show that I'm watching? You're going to tell Roddy his wife wasn't hot. No. You I'm, wanna, I'm staying out of yep. that discussion. You know what? So so forget Joey Janela. I want to see you go to Roderick Strong nah. and tell him his wife wasn't hot. Yeah. Nah, I mean, I have nothing bad to say about Roddy. Okay. All right. So this is Statlander's first match since January 2022 on Dynamite. It's crazy. Man. She wrestled on Sunday, obviously, winning the title from Jade. Uh, 
in an open challenge, which we got criticized for. If Charlotte did it, you'd be complaining about it. I want people. We explained it, geeks. We explained it. Those people right there. I want those people who complain about, you know, not calling her the Charlotte. I want them to go watch the video package that they put on YouTube for Chris Statlander and her return. And they and when they they um highlighted everything that she went through, everything that she went through for her recovery and her career and everything else. Chris Statlander has not had anywhere near the career of Charlotte Flair. Okay. If they pulled this stunt for Chris Statlander for her first title win after everything else that she went through with her first knee injury, the comeback, then her second and everything else, they want to compare that to Charlotte winning 37,000 titles in one week, then they don't know what the hell they're talking about, man. Charlotte Flair is the greatest of all time. <laughs> oh, but JD, you complain about Charlotte. Why don't you complain about Statlander? Give me a break. Give me a break. Come on, man. Come on, man. You know who I do love? No, not the hop. That was not a. <laughs> anyway, uh, this wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Obviously, it was very predictable. Statlander wasn't going to lose the match, being that this was her first title defense. Uh, no, Nyla- this is just about Nyla out there, you know, trying to get Stat warmed up. That's all. Yeah. Uh, Rose got to the ropes after uh, a little bit of offense here. Rose was. Body slammed and then dodged. Uh, Statlander did a rose senton and then sank in body scissors. Rose got to the ropes and both ladies fought for suplex attempts before Rose slammed Statlander into the corner. They showed Ty Valkyrie uh, watching in the back. I guess she wants another TBS title shot. Uh, Rose she, got, con- she got a good gripe. Yeah. She got a good gripe. I went out there and had a one-on-one match. Almost won. You came out and picked the bones off of my match, and you get a title. That, that's yeah. That's I mean, it up. does make sense. There you go. Yeah, I want a match yeah. now. You know, uh, Nyla controlled during the commercial break. Statlander made a babyface comeback, avoided a big splash by Nyla. Statlander threw some strikes in the corner, uppercut, knee lift, blue thunder bomb on Nyla. Two count. Statlander went up top, but she had the legs pulled out from underneath her and rolled to the floor, where Rose basically squashed her with a senton. And then up against the barricade, Rose hit a rolling cannonball back in the ring. Choke slam by Nyla, goes for cover, gets a two count. A jawbreaker put Statlander in control. She connected with a beautiful looking 450 for the one, two, three. Taya was continuing to watch on, and she did not look happy that Statlander won her first title defense. It's good. It's good. Again, this was just this was just to get a match. Under Chris Statlander's belt, they put her out there with someone who I'm sure was handpicked by either TK or Stat herself for someone that she would be comfortable working with. It's very, very, very important for your confidence when you're coming off double fucking knee surgeries like that to get out there and have a good match with no complications. So a safe worker is the of the utmost important. Yes. 
Because that's what a lot of people are going to be uh, keeping that shit under the microscope, bro. Who's going to be in there? Who's going to who's going to re-injure Chris Statland? Is going to be the next fucking uh, thing we're looking for, you know? Yeah. So those two knee braces are very, very uh, obvious yeah. on her on her knees. So uh, hopefully things go well there. Uh, very much looking forward to what she does with that title. And then in the main event, we got Adam Cole and DMD, Dr. Britt Baker, teaming up. Mixed tag team match. Hi, Britt. Hi, Brittany. How, how, how you doing, Brett? I, I'm a little under the weather, so I'm sorry if I sound a little nasally, but you, you, great performance tonight. Great performance great. with Bebe tonight. I thought I, I was kind of worried, and I still am kind of worried on what they have planned for Britt Baker now that Jamie is out. Yes. What are they well, going to do? you know, honestly, bro, it, it may it may be something where they speed up that storyline that we were talking about and Britt kind of uh, sneaks in there, maybe takes the title, and then we get uh, Jamie Hayter coming back against Britt Baker, heel versus babyface. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 thought, the, I thought the money turn would be on Britt Baker on to Jamie Hayter because yeah. just, she's just so over right now. Um, well, they can hold off on that. I, I, yeah, I would, I would give Britt Baker a break. Um, if she's up for it, if it's on the cards, I would use this time to give her a break. Every active wrestler has nagging injuries. I would give her a little break. I think this injury with Jamie Hayter kind of messed things up for the long term. If I'm thinking Tony, if I'm if I'm thinking Britt Baker versus Jamie Hayter, yeah. So to help get back to that, you know, and to see how much time you know Jamie's gonna need. I will give Britt a little bit of time off because uh, I saw somebody in the chat earlier saying how the TBS title was the secondary title for the women. I think that's about to change. I think that's about to change with Tony Storm in this faction as the women's champion and Chris Statlander. I think Chris Statlander is going to be positioned to be the new face of the women's division for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I could see that. So Yeah, they're going pretty hard on her. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would focus on that right now. I don't want Britt Baker anywhere near Chris Statlander right now. So I would I would think about trying to give Britt some time off. I mean, nothing extended, nothing crazy, but just give her a few weeks off until we can figure out what's going on with Jamie, how long she's gonna be out exactly. And if we can fuse getting them back together somewhere near the same time, that would be great. If Jamie's out for an extended amount of time, then scrap everything I just said. Forget it, because we don't want Britt out that long. Yeah. We got Adam Cole and Britt Baker versus Chris Jericho and Soraya mixed tag team match. I thought this was very fun. I actually enjoyed this more than the Adam Cole and Chris Jericho match at the pay per view. It was it was a very fun match. It was really good. Now I like the inter- I like the I like the interactions of a mixed tag match when they don't just stick to the rules yes. of you got to go tag out now. Oh, okay, you know, and it kind of fucks up the flow, the momentum, the excitement. So when you get them in there, and they want to mix it up with each other, and the ref lets it go. I like those kind of mixed tags. You know, I I, I agree. Uh, this was not a, a very formulaic WWE-like mixed tag team match. But the thing is, we always see women on men violence. We never see the other way around. Now, I understand why WWE can't do it, but I figured we'd be a little bit more prone to it in AEW. Like, I would have loved to see Chris Jericho do a fucking uh, uh, Walls of Jericho on Britt Baker or, or, yeah. or something like that. We didn't get any of that tonight. Yeah, you should. You should. Maybe they're saving a spot like that for a pay-per-view, maybe. Who knows? Or a code breaker. You know, you know, maybe they get the network issues and things yeah. like that. Who knows? You know, I was listening to um, another podcast um, a few days ago, not wrestling related, completely away from wrestling altogether. And these guys were talking about 
um, domestic violence. It was actually, I was watching, I was listening to Crime and Sports, um, a very popular podcast. They were talking about domestic violence, that a football player had put his hands on his girlfriend and got in trouble for it. And they were talking about how, yeah, well, your girlfriend walking around with a black eye, that's not a good look and things like that. And it kind of made me think back to the T-shirt situation and things like that when people were saying, yeah, out of context, it looks really bad. I get that. Just seeing a T-shirt with a young lady on it with a black eye, it does symbolize domestic violence. It yeah. does. It it's it truly does. And these yeah, guys I... had they were talking nothing about the Brit Baker thing. It was not about pro wrestling. On the surface, you gotta think about it like this. There are more people who are not wrestling fans than people that are. So most people that see that will look at that and immediately think domestic violence. Donzel says in the chat, you're talking about Zach Stacy, Jesse. Zach Stacy. Oh, um, I see what you're saying. Um, no, no. Oh, and that was bad. Oh, that Zach Stacy video was fucking bad. I don't even no, want. Was, I don't even want. I don't even want to know what that you was. You don't want to. Oh my god, he beat the crap out of his girl. And but, in but front no, of the I kids. stand. I stand firm about that. Britt Baker T-shirt, bro. Not not that I. I, I don't give a fuck if you want to wear the shirt, you know. But I, I I've dealt with domestic violence in my in my in my household with with my parents, and mm-hmm. it's not a, it's not a, a fun situation to deal with that in the aftermath of that situation. That Britt Baker shirt. You know, I had no problems with her and the bloody shirt that she put out. You know, her bleeding in that Thunder Rosa match. That looked like a wrestling shirt. This shirt did not look like a wrestling shirt. It looked like a regular shirt, and there was no symbolism that it was a wrestling shirt. So that's where my problem stemmed from that. Like, what is that? It looks like someone took a picture of his girlfriend or or something like that and printed it on a T-shirt. Yeah. So So I I get it. I was, you know, in the defense of, hey, you know, it's pro wrestling, you know, it's it's fun, it's this, it's that, it's just out of context. I get, I get it. I get it. Just looking at that shirt, I, I, I can get it. You know what? It's kind of like people telling me that the dude playing John Moxley's music was wearing a mask, so it's okay that it was all blackface. Yeah. So, uh, it's okay. Again, it's a bad look. It's just a bad look. It's, it's a bad look. Exactly. You know? Sabu, Sabu, Sabu was another one. People were complaining about Sabu and the racist fucking derogatory comments that he said in the past, and they just allow him on AW television. But they wanted to fire Brian Kendrick, uh, Brian Kendrick, as they were bringing him in for a match. They didn't even let him have the match on AW because they rescinded his his spot because of comments he made on Twitter about yeah. uh, the Holocaust. Yeah, I mean, very bad look. Just bad luck everywhere. Anyway, uh, I thought this was a fun match. Uh, you'd have to assume, Jesse, with the outcome of this match, that this feud may be over, being that we have Build for Forbidden Door coming up, hopefully, unless their their Build for Forbidden Door is going to include uh, Jericho and Adam Cole in some way. I have no idea. But Adam Cole and Britt Baker beat Chris Jericho and Soraya. How did it happen? Let's get there. Cole and Jericho started it out, and Jericho gained the advantage early, and uh, he had a black eye from the match on Sunday. Cole charged out of the corner. Lariat, Soraya tagged in, dared Cole to hit her. Baker jumped in, laid out Soraya with a sling blade in an air raid crash. But Soraya grabbed the referee, Paul Turner, and Jericho tripped up Britt Baker to put his team in control going into a commercial break. Uh, I, I don't know what it is with Soraya, bro. I, I, I think she forgot how to throw a punch. Did you see her throw punches tonight, man? It's like she's very hesitant. I don't know. It just didn't, it didn't look good to me. I don't know. Just very, very, very off. 
No, her punch is dead. I was, I was watching Soraya very closely tonight. Were you? But not the punches. Okay. Not the punches. Okay. Get your mind out of the gutter, bro. We got a job to do. Oh, all right. Sorry, sorry. Okay, let's go. Anyway, I, I don't know. It's just every time Soraya's in there, I just feel like something's off. I, I don't know. But uh, Baker jumped in, laid out Soraya. And Jericho, he's in control here. Took the referee, distracted the referee. This allowed Ruby So and Tony Storm to hit ringside. But Hikaru Shida ran down to stop them immediately with a kendo stick. And with a kendo stick? Yeah, I should know. And chased off the outcast. Baker was able to make a tag to Cole. And then he took it to Jericho with some fists. And then he missed the dropkick, which led to Jericho hitting a lion salt for a cover and a two count. Baker and Soraya tagged back in. They were both battling in the corner. Soraya was knocked off. Jericho covered his covered Soraya. So Soraya's laying on the floor. Jericho's like, no, 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 as Baker's on the second rope. And she comes off and splashes Jericho across the back anyway. And Cole is back in there. He hits a backstabber on Jericho. He tried to go for Panama Sunrise, but Jericho counted the Panama Sunrise into the walls of Jericho. Baker's on the apron. She's toying with her glove. She puts on the glove, broke up the walls of Jericho, and put Jericho in the lockjaw for a big reaction. Soraya broke that up. Adam Cole looked for a super kick, and he ran into a code breaker by Jericho for a two count. So Jericho and Cole are back in there. They took themselves out with clotheslines, double down. Ladies jumped back in. They were slugging it out. Soraya turned the neckbreaker attempt into her good night move. As Jericho grabbed the baseball bat, took a swing at Brick Baker, and ate a super kick from Adam Cole. So Cole and Baker hit dueling super kicks on Jericho as Cole lowered the boom to get the one, two, three, and that's the match. And the show ends with Jericho, Soraya on the ramp, uh, crying in defeat, and Cole and Britt Baker celebrate as the show goes off the air. Good stuff. Seems like the feud is over, though, hopefully. Hopefully. And Jericho, bro, took two losses to Cole back-to-back. I don't think there's much left here. No, it should be about it. Again, I'm still a little lost on what we're doing going forward. It didn't seem like tonight focused on um, going forward too much. No, I told told you. They didn't do any. I, I thought, bro, with four weeks till Forbidden Door, we get... We'd get something of Forbidden Door build, but we didn't get any Forbidden Door build. And I'm thinking, I think Dominion, New Japan's uh, show, Dominion, happens this week. So I'm guessing they'll do it next week after the Dominion show is over because there are a couple of matches on that show, I believe. I think the United States um, Championship qualifier, a contender match, is going to kind of give uh, insight as to Kenny Omega is going to be wrestling at the New Japan uh, AEW show. So we'll see what happens. It may happen next week. So I don't know. Yeah, good. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. I mean, again, yeah, I mean, tonight was a little bit. It did seem a little bit sh- like, like like the night came up short a little bit. Yeah. Overall, I mean, it just felt like it could have been it could have um, explained a lot more, gotten into a lot more. And it hasn't just fine. Maybe they'll get into it next week, because like you said, there, there's some build there to be done. Um, I'm looking up. I'm looking for loose ends to be tied up like this Jericho Cole thing. I mean, mm-hmm. are we tied up here now? Are we good here? Are we done here? What are we doing? You know, so I don't know. What does Britt Baker do going forward? They didn't set her up at all. No. And so and with, and with Jamie out, now I'm really concerned about what she's going to be doing. 
Is she gonna be with Sheeta? And what is it with the Joshis and these Kindle sticks? They just seem to love their Kindle sticks. I don't know. They love Ooh, their. Uh, they love their. Awood. Uh, Riho. Riho was on Twitter a while back with her Kindle stick, and she posted, "Should I use this tonight?" And people were like, "Oh my God, no." <laughs> Uh, Brian in the chat says, Adam Cole is such a lucky guy. Bro, you could go out and meet your own woman, bro. It's not that difficult. Yeah, there's lots of them out there, I hear. I hear. See, it's full of women, bro. Go meet one. Anyway, thank you guys for joining us on the show tonight. We're going to jump into the Super Chats quickly. Follow me on social media, at JD from NY206. Jesse at Shottown Smart on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and Cameo as well. Hit that subscribe button down below. Turn on the bell for notifications. Hit that thumbs up. We got 800 likes. We need 200 more. I know there's 200 of you geeks in here that haven't hit the thumbs up yet, so I would love if you do so. And go check out all the other videos on the channel. Plenty of them more coming this week. Joseph Taylor with a $21 super chat. Joseph Taylor. JD, Jesse, two things. Your favorite Rey Mysterio match in WCW? And have you ever listened to the rock band Kings of Leon? No. Never heard of him. And I don't remember anything from any match. Eddie Guerrero? Eddie Guerrero? Joseph Taylor? More than likely? Halloween Havoc? Tanmay with 41 months as a VIP. Hi, JD, Jesse, and the entire OTS family, he says. What's up, Tanmay? Undertaker with a 20 and 0 record, 20 months, Undertaker. Close to the magic number. Hopefully, Phil can keep himself in check, though I honestly doubt it'll last. Keep up the good work, my friend. Hashtag OTS for life, says the Undertaker. Thank you, Taker. Michelle Moran with a $2 Super Chat. Darby, OC, Sting can go for the trio's titles. I'd love to see that. I think that would be great. Um, remember we just talked about Billy Gunn not yeah. going for the trio's titles? Well, Sting Same is retiring this year, so could be uh, a last hurrah. That's what they said about Billy Gunn. Krauser with a $5 Super Chat. AEW has become all about debuts, returns, and open challenges. There's nothing for me to get invested in anymore. I hope they change soon. You can get into the debuts and the open challenge. I mean, I mean there's a lot to like about the company, Krauser. But, uh, yes, I would, uh, I would appreciate uh, some long-term booking as well. Lord J. Coyle with the $2 Super Chat. San Diego's crowd was fire. Also, Rampage looks stacked. I won't be watching Rampage. Neither will Jesse. Cody Snyder with the 13 months. Punkers coming back. Best in the world. It'll be the day after my birthday to OTS. Thank you, Cody. Jedi Junk with 24 months. He's got a golden microphone officially. Finally, two years, man. I look good. Can I get... And are we live for the OGs? Thank you, brother. Appreciate you, man. Ando, man, what's your problem, bro? Jesse blocked you on Twitter. Now, I, now you don't have to see his tweets about impact. Well, there's, yeah. there, there's, there's something that exists, Ando, man, on Twitter called the mute button. Yeah, there we go. 
Jesse, see him Je here either. Je Jesse didn't have to block you. All you had to do was mute him. Give me a break, bro. Come on, man. Fucking ridiculous. Twitter is such a cesspool, man. It is. It is. Uh, Jedi, thank you so much, brother. Enjoy that golden microphone, man. It looks good on you. Johnny, again, thank you for the 100 in Super Chat. I appreciate you. I'm already dead with the $300 bomb. Thank you, gentlemen. You are drinking the finest in the OTS venue. Jedi Joker with the $2 Super Chat. I meant to say I look good in gold. Yes, you do, brother. Tony Brown with 12 months. One full year for my guy, Tony Brown. Good evening, my tribal chief and ring general. Thank you, Tony Brown. I appreciate those kind words, man. Boy, Tony Brown. Tyler B with 18 months. Janela versus JD. Three stages of hell match, pal. That's good shit, pal. I don't think so, Tyler. I have a whiskey, uh, a whiskey shot off for uh, for Janela and I, maybe. You can't even out drink this guy. Just leave probably him alone. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> you can't I, I'd, be, I, I'd, this be, guy. I'd be under the table in about a half an hour. You're right. Susan D'Ambrosio with 19 months. JD and Jesse, thanks for all you do, and thanks for my OTS family supporting me doing these two hard months, May and June. Love you. Thank you, Susan. Love you, Susan. We got a $5 super chat from Larry the Dog. Oh, my God. If Jesse keeps talking, I'll have Phil show up to your doorstep in Chicago and give you a taste of how Brawl Out ended for the elite. Oh, my goodness. Let me tell you something. If Phil show up to my doorstep, I will call Alvarez and tell him everything that Phil did and then add my own story so, so Alvarez can lie on Phil and Phil will really get mad. Bro, look at that profile picture, man. That is a cute-looking dog, bro. Oh, my goodness. Fucking dog. Krauser with the $2 Super Chat. Larry with the run-in, he says. Yes. <laughs> the fucking... <laughs> yes. That dog can't run. I'll show me that dog running, please. P Mac with the ten dollars super chat. JD, you said you were thinking about a background for the winter season. What about a winter ski lodge serving up a pint of Mad Elf? I'll be the first one freezing my ass off, waiting in line to get in. I don't know, bro. I've never been skiing, bro. I don't think it'll fit the OTS vibe. I don't think it'll fit the JD vibe. What do you got there, bro? Is that uh, is that Larry behind you? No, bro, you gotta no. you gotta pull up a picture of Larry, bro. We got we gotta see this beautiful specimen. Let me see if I can find one. Tony Brown with a ten dollars super jet. Sorry, I can't bomb yet. JD and Jesse, don't worry about it. Tony Brown, we are just happy that you're in the venue. Seizure your property with a ten dollars super chat. I don't understand why you would want Punk back. The guy is a drama queen starting beef with wrestlers crapping on Tony Khan and the EVs, EVPs. And he is the reason why Kenny and the Bucks left AEW. Wow, that's news to me. They left AEW? Where are they going? There's more to the story. That's why it's so divisive. That's why some people love them. That's why some people hate them. It's, it's, where are they going, bro? <laughs> when you find that scoop on where they're going, bro, you let me know. All right. PMAC with a $5 Super Chat. I agree with you, Jesse. I thought you were all cap. Finally seen that Larry. And yeah, that's an ugly-ass water rat dog, he says. Thank you. PMAC, I'm going to have to dump you, bro. I'm going to have to ask you Thank to Thank you. Me. Nope, nope, P nope. You're fine, PMAC. That dog is fucking... 
That dog is what nightmares are made of, man. JX531 with a $10 super chat. Punk didn't overreact to the level that's being proje- projected. It's just that a lot of folks are used to being wimps, pushovers, and don't even bother to stand up for themselves in their own lives. Shut the fuck up. This dude is the <laughs> locker room leader. He is the highest paid wrestler of a major wrestling corporation. Show Besides some Brock goddamn Lesnar. professionalism. Yes, use use professionalism. Yes. Omega Con with 16 months, eight months till the golden mic. I overheard the other day while I was doing laundry. Are you and Jesse having a meet and greet at All In in London? Yes. Oh, yeah. We don't know where yet. I'll fill you guys in soon. I'm already dead with a $100 super jet. Thank you again, brother, with the woof woof. Marquise Williams with a first time super chat. $4.99. Hello, Jesse and JD. Can you add the audio to Spotify as soon as the live is over? I work overnight and mainly listen to audio. Thank you, guys. Rock. Uh, I will do that, Marquise. No worries, brother. Joseph Taylor with a $10 super chat. Jesse, who do you hate more, Larry the dog or Bill Goldberg? Goldberg. Bro, is that a real picture of Larry? He, he, he looks quite large there, bro. <laughs> is that really the size of that's not bro he looks like a fucking he looks like a zoo animal that's that damn gremlin right there bro Bro, look at look at how beautiful he is bro oh my god dude i got weeds growing in my yard that look better than this dog johnny with a 199 ots for life thank you brother oh uh, you didn't answer the question bro larry the dog or bill goldberg 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 I, I, wait, I, I wait, see. wait, wait, what, what's the question? Who do you hate more, Larry or Bill Goldberg? Goldberg, Goldberg. Uh, I've seen the narrative floating around in uh, on social media already in the IWC. Much JD praise Goldberg joining AEW when he shit on him in WWE. Yeah, no, okay. no, it's not going to happen, you fucking geeks. Fuck Bill Goldberg. Fuck Goldberg, man. By the way, Tony Khan has talked to Bill Goldberg. This came out of the man's mouth, uh, word for word, at the scrum. And he smiled while he said it. So uh, doom and gloom is coming, bro. Goldberg is You know, is, who, else, you know who else Tony Khan talked to? His next door neighbor. That don't mean he's showing up at AEW. Goldberg's going to be at uh, the All-In pay-per-view. Bro, you're going to be in the same country as Goldberg and Larry. Imagine that. I'm already in the same country as Goldberg and Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Captain Solo with a $10 super chat. If you were a promoter and could sign only one, who would you sign, Athena or Naomi? And who is your favorite King of the Ring winner, Owen, Brett, or Austin? That's a good question, Captain Solo. Uh, if I was to sign one, I'd probably take, uh, I'd probably take Athena. I'd take Naomi. And then favorite King of the Ring winner? Um, I enjoyed Owen's King of Hearts gimmick. I'm going to go Owen. King of the Ring winner. I don't know. Owen, Brett, or Austin? Oh, Owen, Brett, or Austin. Sounds cool. Yeah. I, guess, I guess Austin. I guess Austin. And I'm taking Naomi over Athena because Naomi has the bloodline behind her. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe her husband shows up with her one day. Mordo with a $10 super chat. 
Have Hobbs as a bodyguard for heel punk for collision like Luke Gallows in the Straight Edge Society. Don't send Hobbs down with that sinking ship, bro. Nah. Uh, I'm already dead. Thank you for the other $100 super chat. And our big bill, the legend of self. <laughs> Jesse. Seizure your property with $10 super chat. Why is it that positive opinion is allowed in the venue, but not negative opinion towards you? Just on wrestlers, the show, the company, and the pay-per-view. Because it's your show. Because I could do whatever the fuck I want here, <laughs> Seizure. That's why. <laughs> like, that's, that's like someone asking you, well, how come you get to do this in your own house, but I can't? You can come back and say, because it's my fucking house. Are you allowed to go into my refrigerator without me saying yes, Seizure? No. If I don't want you talking about anything negative towards anything or anyone or any show or anything that I said, I have every right to tell you to shut the fuck up and get out. I gotta, I gotta move this picture. I am, I am angering people in the chat with this picture, and I understand why. Huge show's the worst is, picture, man. Dog is fucking. This is the best picture I can find. Sean Ray J with a $10 super chat. I don't know if y'all caught this, but the camera panned up to the forbidden door sign when Callis said, better than Okada. What a superstar making match that would be. Oh, uh, we, I, I said it before, bro. I said it during, during the review. I saw it. Oh, yeah. Script Keeper with a $5 super chat. I got a good idea. Kill the trios division and start building up the struggling tag team division and get Ring of Honor their own roster. The trios division is much needed. Yeah. It's fantastic. If we're talking about splitting rosters with this new show, I pitched putting the trios titles on one show and the tag team titles on another. And that's if there's just going to be this hard split then. If not, then don't worry about that shit. But there's room for both. There's definitely room for both. You just got to... There's room for everything that AEW is doing right now. Even the stuff that doesn't make sense or is boring or makes no... They just have to give it more attention to detail, and it'll be fine. Robert Logan, like when I said I hate the car gimmick, which makes you look like a thin-skinned wimp, get Robert Logan out of the fucking chat. Get him out of here. (laughs) That's my actual fucking car, you fucking nimrod. What do you think, it's a fake fucking car because I don't own it? In his defense, it is a V6. Oh, no, it's even worse. It's a 4.7. 300 fucking horsepower, bro. What the fuck are you talking about? 310 horsepower. Did you go look at the black horse? I'm getting the, the black. Horse. I'm getting the dark horse. Yes. You want to go, you want to go talk to the people? Yes. I, I'm. A, I've been on a list since October. I got a decent nice. chance of getting one. Yeah. There we go. All right. What's wrong with the car gimmick? What? Well, what's wrong? With, who else is doing what I'm doing here in the IWC? Nobody. How many people come up to me and tell me that I'm an influence on getting them started on a podcast with what I do here? I take that better than a fucking $100 bomb by uh, I'm Already Dead. That's the shit that this? I like to see. Get him How about out. about this? And, th- and this is a shoot. This is a shoot. For everybody who, and, and JD knows that I know this, for everybody who's talked shit about his virtual car, JD legitimately paid more for that virtual car than what most of you probably paid for your real fucking cars. And Jesse, Jesse said that's a shoot. That's legit. So legit don't, shoot. don't, don't ever come into my chat and fucking expect me to keep you here if you're making fun of my virtual Mustang. Fuck out of here, bro. 
I got all these designs for what? To enhance the show. You want to go watch somebody else do fucking uh, shit from their goddamn uh, basement apartment? Go go, go watch Fightful. They're fucking god-awful the graphics su- over there. Look at the Super Chats on this channel. The guy takes the money and puts it back into the channel just for you guys to talk shit about the shit that he... I mean, come on, man. Ridiculous. This is shit I got to deal with every fucking day. Legit, guys. The, the the money that it takes to get this shit set up for that, for everything that you see, it probably costs more than your actual car. Uh, Jabril Mohammed with two dollars uh, with a uh, two super chats, four ninety nine and a one ninety nine off of the Will Hobbs mention early by Jesse. I'm gonna need a Thanks, man. I appreciate you. Uh, also, by the way, what is the most underrated takeover match for EO Sky? Candice LeRae. 24 with a 199. You know it's all about the BO. Body odor? Body odor? Who's got body odor? I, I don't have BO. The boys outside? I don't know. 24 also with a 199. Show was boring to me, but Britt looked gorgeous. Britt is, an, uh, Britt is a very lovely lady. Sinister Classic with eight months. Hope you two are doing well tonight. Could say I've had better days. Let me get some Cody chicken tacos from Jesse and a whiskey sour. OTS for life. Is that what that called? Cody chicken tacos? No, this is clucky. Fuck but, yeah. yeah. But yeah, the, the chicken tacos at the venue will definitely be... Uh, Cody Chicken. Uh, Sinister, hopefully, uh, whatever you're dealing with, bro, you get better. 24 with a 199. Jericho tripping. Britt was the best spot of the night. I thought that was great as well. Coy Stallings with a 499. Chris Jericho has lost a good bit of matches here recently. I feel like he's going to continue to lose and go downhill and have detractors of JAS. Well, he needs something to happen. He'll be fine. He'll... He's doing he's doing his job. He's helping get like Jesse goals. said on Sunday. If there's one guy that's going to reinvent himself to be uh, more interesting after people start complaining about him, it's Chris Jericho. It's Jericho. He'll be fine. He'll get he'll get some wins back here and there to keep his stock where it needs to be, so that he can continue putting others over. This is what Jericho does. People are like oh he's losing. It's called putting others over. There's a difference. When you're a star like Jericho, you're not losing. You're putting others over. When you're lower on the totem pole and you have nothing going on for you and you're losing, then you're just fucking losing. Coy, thank you for the $4.99, brother. Robert Lamo with a $10 super chat. How do you pass out on the Kimura? Brock Lesnar is bending your arm back. Cody Rhodes should be crying out in pain and suffer. And here's MJF's next possible opponent. Adam Page, Sting, Eddie Kingston, CM Punk, Adam Cole, Kenny Omega, Darby Allen, maybe Claudio. Um, bro, the Kimura lock spot on Cody at Night of Champions was fucking ridiculous. It was so lame. But that's what Vince Man wants. Man of a thousand and five says, wrestling has room for more than just one chicken. Uh, his next opponent, uh, Robert, we don't really know yet. We got Forbidden Door. Uh, it could be somebody from New Japan. Other than that, I see Adam Cole, possibly. That's the next in the line. Chelsea, thank you for the new membership. I thought you were a member already, but thank you for the membership. Uh, Joseph Taylor with a $3 CBJ. I agree with Jesse. That dog is ugly. That dog is 
Fogley. Mike NY with a two dollar super chat. Ryback called out Goldberg. It's happening. Good. Let them have a match together on like in like Goldberg's backyard. Uh, where something. where is this taking place? It certainly isn't taking place in uh, in Wembley. No. Come on now. Money in the bank. Money in the bank. Bill Goldberg versus Ryback. Book it. I don't want anything to do with that. Book it in keep, a in a in a Iron Man match. Keep it. Goldberg Ryback one hour Iron Man match. Keep it. Nick Williams with the two dollars super chat. Imagine Jeff Jarrett with the new AEW World Title. Imagine Jeff Jarrett not being on Dynamite this week. Jeff Jarrett not on Dynamite tonight. Wow. Unbelievable. Theme parks and things with Johnny with the $2 Super Chat. Me and JD got something in common. 2020 Stang, I got. Well, yours is a little older than than mine, John, um, Johnny. I have a 2018. But uh, first sign of a uh, Dark Horse, it's being traded in. That Dark you Horse know. will be mine. Now you ordered the manual, right? Uh, no, I'm getting an automatic. What are you talking about? I don't drive stick. You can make fun of me all you want. I don't drive stick. People in Chicago drive stick. Okay. Half of the fucking people in the shack can't even... Half of the fucking haters on Twitter can't even afford fucking uh, a wheel off the car. They, they want to complain about me driving an automatic. <laughs> Holy shit. It's crazy, man. Anyway, uh, I appreciate you guys very much, man. That is the uh, Dynamite Post Show. Hopefully you enjoyed yourself this evening. I feel a lot better than I did on Sunday as I'm getting over this head cold. Jesse, any parting words before we get the fuck out of here, man? No, no. I'm feeling better as well, man. I was dealing with some stuff. Now it's 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 all past. There you go. So, um, yeah, join me for some join me tomorrow night. Uh, we're gonna cover some more impact, man. Um and we have another pay-per-view coming in a few days against all odds. Join me by that. I am working on my setup here. I had to take a few days off because I was also under the weather, but yeah, we're working on some big changes in the channel, man. Big changes. There you go. Sounds good to me. Ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you joining us on the post show tonight. Please hit that thumbs up. We need 150 likes for 1,000. Let's try and get that or as close to that as possible. Next time you see me, maybe in the sub boxes tomorrow with some news, depending on what is going on. I got to scour the news uh, for tomorrow. Follow me on social media, at JD from NY206. That's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Cameo. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button down below. Turn on the bell for notifications. We are, let me get the uh, tallies in here. I think we are very close to uh, 146,000. I uh, I added, uh, or I embellished earlier. Uh, we are 150 away from 146,000 subscribers. I appreciate you guys very much for that. And next time you see me, we'll be live on Friday night with SmackDown. Roman Reigns celebrates 1,000 days. What will be the punishment coming to Jimmy and Jay Uso? Find out on Jimmy Friday. Jimmy Uso is a dead man walking. He is a fucking uh, fatality coming to him on Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesdays, Thursdays, and I'll see you on Friday right here from the Beer Garden right here on OTS. I'll see you guys later.